Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 111 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. We are your hosts. Tony. And I am Lou. 111. That's three ones altogether. Yes, it is. What a coincidence. Not really. Oh. I guess it's just kind of the next number. Yes. You know, I don't know about you, but I sort of feel like I need to tell people that this particular episode of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast is brought to us by Yumbly. Go to yumbly.com where you can search restaurants and menus to find exactly what you're hungry for. Yum! I am so very hungry! You did that last time. Was that how what did last yeah, time? Yeah, you did it last time. You have to mix it up. Do something else. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. Well, at least that was I different. didn't like that one. No, I didn't like that one either. It's fine. You can work on oh, it. Oh, we were supposed time. to do something before we... Well, that's all right. What? We'll do it and then talk about it in the next section. Okay, what are we talking about? But there, We'll just talk about it later. You just said we were going to do something. I know, but we're not going to do it now. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I'm being very mysterious. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so mysterious that I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. And I am generally considered by most people to be, you know, a part of this show. Yeah. But not I don't by know. everyone, though. <laughs> <laughs> not you, apparently. Uh, so uh, what's new and exciting? Uh, we got some mail. Oh, let's hear the mail. Um, first of all, Stritch said that he saw Prometheus... And the more he thinks about it, the more he's not sure whether he liked it or not. He says, it's a beautiful movie with wonderful acting on all accounts, but it has way too many unanswered questions, and he wished the film had spent another 45 minutes trying to answer some of them. Uh, I am not totally sure I agree with the wonderful acting on all accounts. I still don't know why Guy Pierce was in that movie. I agree. I still don't get that. The only and, and I think we may have mentioned this before. The only thing I can think of is that maybe in another movie... There'll that follows us up. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be something in the past where we need to see him as a younger man. Now, but they still could have played it with an older man and then picked a younger actor to play right. him younger. Right. Which people do all the time and it works just fine. Well, so Josh Brolin and Tommy Lee Jones. Right. I was talking to our buddy Todd about this movie, which he loved. And he was, his, his, now I don't know if this is his theory or just something that he heard or whatever, but what he was saying that he thinks the reason they wanted us, can I talk about this? Yeah, I think it's been okay. enough time. The reason they wanted us dead is because remember when they first found the decapitated engineer? Yeah. By the room with the big head? And they, they carbon dated him or whatever, and they said it was about 2,000 years old. So his what he was talking about is that what happened was they started our civilization. They went back. They sent an emissary back to check up on us about 2,000 years ago. I think we can all think of something that happened approximately 2,000 years yeah. ago. And they didn't really like what they saw. So they're like, you know what? Let's let's just go erase that mistake. And they were getting ready to do that when they got attacked by their own creation. Ah. Uh, um That's a very good theory. I like that theory. And that the um and that the alien has always existed and, and that the engineers had nothing to do with the goo, they're just using it. Um just using the goo. And the the, the, the goo always ends up with the alien, and that's why there was the you know relief of the alien with the jar in front of it, right. almost like a warning, like open this. Eventually, you're going to get that uh-huh. kind of thing. So open this for goo, right? Open, <laughs> open here for goo. Yes. Turn for goo. There are no signs, almost no signs on present day planet Earth that say that. Turn here for goo. No, but are, there are many times when you just suddenly find yourself in a world of goo. <laughs> okay. We may actually live on different planets, you and I. <laughs> well, I live in the city, so. Uh, yeah, that's true. You live in the city. It is a different world. Um, People Jay- live in boxes under the railroad tracks there, don't they? 
Uh, they do. That doesn't happen out here. Those are the, the lucky people. Yeah, the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. Really? Is that where you live? Well, you don't want to live in the box on the railroad track. No, no, I wouldn't think so. It's not the place to live. No. Uh, Jason says that the glass house is crap. <laughs> and you know what? I can't agree more. Wait, uh, I thought I thought you did like no, it. No, I did not like it. Oh, I okay, said it okay. was. Well, I, I said what Jason's about to say here in okay. the rest of his little message here. Okay. Uh, he knows there's only been. Don't two- downplay his message. No, no, no. Um, he knows there's only been two episodes so far, but it's such an obvious Big Brother ripoff with annoying characters and more real-world voyeurism than strategic gameplay. Also, the ex- ultra-lame Xbox Connect stone throw voting process cracks him up, though. And it's his. I game. don't even know what that means. Uh, they kind of they use like an Xbox Connect to cast their votes, so that shows them standing in front of the screen throwing, like you know, toward the person that they want to vote for. Talk about. Something contrived for product placement. Oh, it's so stupid! Wow. No, you know what? I don't think they ever even mention Xbox. They they just you do don't that. actually see it. It's just like uh, no, they're oh. just throwing like at a screen. It's so weird. Yeah, I've already given up on that. What if what if that system is inaccurate and they accidentally vote off the wrong person? Right. See, this is what the future holds for us. All these dumb movies that we see from time to time, like Death Race and stuff like that, these the, uh, the Hunger Games, these things are all going to come true one day. Yep. And it's all going to come down to technology, somebody throwing at a screen, whether you live or die. Sure. That's a bad use for technology. Uh, our buddy Mike says, uh, he thinks one of the worst things he could say about Falling Skies is that he really could not care less if any character dies. Yeah, I had to agree <laughs> with him on that one. Oh, I'm not caught up on that. So when we get to that later, uh, yeah, I'm caught up. I'm caught one up on episode okay. behind, and okay, really, I'm, doesn't matter. I don't feel like I've lost. Doesn't anything. matter because only like one half of one thing happens in every episode, right. anyway. So, um, finally, Stritch posted on our wall. Uh, there are some new Half-Life Two figurines. Really? Is that what we call them? Collectibles? Sure, collectible figures. Um, collectible statues. Uh, NECA or NECA. NECA. NECA's official Gordon Freeman action figure revealed. Comes with a head crab. Nice. Which one? Slow, fast, or black? It's well, you could just look at it and tell racist. me. Because it's really small. I want to. Did you just out. say that's racist? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be slow. No. Yeah. And what's the. Uh, is that the gravity gun? Uh, yes. Nice. Can I, can I see that again? Of course. Let me just see. That looks pretty good, although he looks a little buff. Yes, he looks a little too he's, stubbly he's there. A, he's a lab <laughs> technician. And, he, and he's skinny in the games. Right. He's a lab technician. He should not look like, yeah. you know, He-Man. I mean, he, it's not quite that bad, but uh, he's he's yeah. more buff than he should be. A little too stubbly looking, yeah. This has got to be... This is one thing, because, you know, I worked in the toy business for a while. Oh, I know. This is one thing that bugged me a little bit about that business is you always take... Because the lead times are so huge for making these products, you always take your product photos based on your prototype. Mm-hmm. There's no way the production figure is going to look like this. I guarantee you that. The paint job on this is perfect. I mean, that that head looks like a photograph of somebody's head. Let's see. You know what I mean? Like, that could be a photograph of a real person. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, and, and I highly doubt that the, you know, people working for... NECA. No, not NECA, because none of this stuff is actually made here. I'm just saying the people oh, working. China. Yeah, the people the, in China. The people working at, in China. You know, they're going to own us one day. I realize that. And it's all going to be because of NECA lead action paint. figures. It's going to be because of lead paint. That I think you may have your stories confused. <laughs> lead paint is bad, just so you know. Oh, I know. 
Well, that's how they'll control us is with the lead with paint. With the lead paint. They just, they'll just put it in everything. The, the threat of lead paint. And then yeah. once the fad starts here in the United States, we're all of the, 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 the 1% who own everything here. Once they just start chewing on toys, that's it. We'll be under their control. Right. That's all it takes. Because, you know, you, from what I hear, enough of that lead paint and you want to eat someone's face. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's bath salts. That's bath salts, which, by the way, not really bath salts. Not really salts. bath salts. Right. That uh, is such the, a weird story. Yeah. So why? Well, I now don't they're understand. saying. Have you heard the addendum to that story? I don't think that I have. That the guy in Florida who they originally attributed to bath salts. Yeah. They've taken that back, and it was not bath he's salts. He's just actually a zombie. He's crazy, and he was just on marijuana, which isn't really good. Now for that's going to give marijuana a bad name. <laughs> well, it's certainly going to be an argument against the decriminalization of marijuana. I would. I would. In fact, I wouldn't doubt if that was made up just so they could perhaps, make that argument. Perhaps. I would not doubt that at all. But but here's what I don't understand. When a new designer drug comes on the market like this bath salt stuff that can make you crazy like that to the point where you want to eat someone's face, why would anyone want to try it? Yeah. Why? What makes you say, you know what? That sounds like a good time. <laughs> I'm going to give that a go. <laughs> After I'm done, you know, tutoring my preschoolers. Uh, but anyway, so what else you got? That's it. It's all I got for mail. Okay. You want to go into video games? Sure. What have you been playing, Tony? Uh, you know what? I played the first two episodes of the Walking Dead game. From Telltale Games. Episodes, huh? There are five episodes. Really? And it's really like being part of the show. Although I have to say, it's based on the graphic novel. Is it being is it like being part of the show as Rick or as Shane? No, no, no. Here's the point. Oh, here's, okay. here's the point. You're it's a different a totally alternate kind of reality. Yeah, but some of the of characters are the same. Herschel's in it, Glenn is in it. Okay, Herschel, Glenn, okay. That's it so far. Right. I want to say there was one other. What about Herschel's daughter? You kind of how do you get Herschel and no, Glenn together with No, it's just Herschel and, and his son, a son that's in there. The one who's dead? Uh, I will not say. Okay. Because something All right, happens then. in the game. Okay. It's really your choice as to whether he is dead or alive. Okay. So you do sort of get to play as Shane in a sense. No, you're playing a different character. You're playing Lee. Lee. Lee is the name of the character you're playing. Lee. But I have to say, was there a character named Lee in the Valve zombie games? I don't know. This is not that. This okay. is different. Okay. This is The Walking Dead. This is The Walking Dead. They're all zombies. Um, but it's done in that kind of graphic novel style, so it's kind of like... Motion you know, comics almost? Yeah, but there's some 3D elements to it, but it's shaded. It's all right, shaded. Right, right, right. Um, but it's very, very cool, and it's the best example. I mean, better than... For me, it was better than Heavy Rain. Best example of playing and, and witnessing a story at the same time. It, you're really your uh, your choices decide how the story progresses. Yeah, and what's so cool about that is like just you know one of the very first scenes you have a choice as to which person you're going to save. You can only save one person, and the whole story like that person's a big person that you choose because you could choose either. Right, it was a big part of my story. So it's really That's pretty weird. cool. I like. Once I get all five episodes, because right now only two episodes are available. Okay. And what platform is this on, by the way? uh, It's on everything, I think. think It's it's on on everything. It's even on the the computer. I believe so. Personal computer. Nice. Um, But it would be interesting to go back and start from the beginning and see what would happen if I made a different choice. Right. Um, And it actually tells you at the end, like, the choices that you made, the major choices you made in the game. It tells you what percentage of other people like either made your choice or the oh, other that's cool. choice. It's really cool. But I have to say, as far as like 
playing but like witnessing an episode of yeah. this story it's it's very engrossing and the human development of the characters yeah is it's strong that sounds cool yeah it's really cool i'm really enjoying it and it's not like anything i've done before other than maybe heavy rain but heavy rain you had to do too many little things like, minor things that like you know right. just got in the way of the story everything you do here is story driven yeah so i'm um, enjoying it I'm enjoying it a lot, actually. But there's only two episodes of the five available right now. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, is it? And it's point and what, click. So, but so, what kind of category would you put it into? Is it like an adventure game kind of adventure. game? Adventure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's certainly not an action game because, right. like, when a zombie comes after you, you kind of like click on him, and then it, it's like you know hit him with an axe. It's not like you make right. any. In that case, you don't make any really decisions. It's not twitchy. Than, at no. all. Yeah. No. Okay. That sounds kind of cool. It's I'll have to check really that out. Cool. Remember if there's the, a demo that, for it. There is one. Oh, good. Um okay. you remember that Back to the Future game? It's by the same people who made that. That point and click adventure. I don't remember Back that. Back to the Future. Is that I don't like remember last that. year? Huh. Oh. Hmm. What else you got? Uh well, I also this is an back, old game. Yeah, I went back to Assassin's Creed two. Now had you started that before, right? Yes. Yeah. Played very little of it. But yeah. then I remembered uh, that it took place in Florence. Oh, and sure. Since I've been to Florence, you are a fan of all things Italy. I am, and since it, you're an Italophile, I am. Right. So I went back, and you really, I love it right now because I have to tell you, the gameplay is a little monotonous. Dodgy. Oh, monotonous. It's the same as the first one, then. But I really enjoy that world. Right. And you get to like scale the buildings and stuff, so it's really cool to like because you can see all the buildings that are there. Scale Il Duomo and get right. to the top of it. And like, is there fun. scaffolding up in the game? Uh, there is scaffolding everywhere. Isn't that fun? Because you know the the game takes place in the 15th century. So. Right. So they were in the middle of building a lot of that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Actually, one of the bridges you know that crosses the river there yeah. is like being built. The uh, what was that one called? The uh, the big the big famous one in uh, is that in Florence Ponte Vecchio? Ponte Vecchio, yeah. Is that the one? That, that one, I believe, is there. Is done already? Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool a cool structure when you yeah. go there. I mean, it's cool when you see it in pictures, but then when you're on it, it's even right. cooler. Because it's like, wow, there's a bridge going across this river with houses on it. Right. It's really wild. And people still live there, too. It's not, you know, it's not like it used to be houses. People still live on the bridge. Right. I hope they don't get a flood. No. It's all I'm saying. It's all uh, I'm saying. But I'm enjoying it. Just because you know of the the world you're in, and I really like the little cutscenes, and like you know when you get a when you get a mission, right? Like there's a little cutscene, and uh, it's just funny because it's in English, but it's with a really like cheesy Italian, Italian accent. accent. And every yeah. once in a while, they'll say something in Italian. Ah, you! I'm glad to see you. Yeah, now exactly. I need you to go make the pizza. <laughs> okay, not <laughs> quite that, but it's like that. It is like, like that. that. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so how far have you gotten in it then? Um. Probably like an hour and a half in. Yeah, so well, I'll I, play more. As I it. as I mentioned last time, I had gone back and have been playing Half Life Two, or as I wrote here, Half Live Two, um, <laughs> because I wanted to get all the achievements. Uh-huh. I've got all of them except for the last one, which, which is, is the Lambda Locator, where you have to find all of the secret Lambda locations oh, where they've hard. stashed stuff. I think I've got all of them except for three, or maybe it's all of them except for two. I can't remember. There are forty five of them, and I'm either at forty two or forty three. Um, which is cool that every time you find one, it gives you your progress update so that you know how far you are 
from you know but finishing. But do you have it. any idea where? No, none whatsoever. Oh. So I'm going through because you know when you after you finish the game, you can go and start a new game, and just um, you know start at that point. And so I'm going through because there are some that I know that I found them all because they're easy and you know. But, um, you know, I think at this point you've earned the right to just cheat and go online and find the other two. Well, but even then, I don't know if it's hidden so much as, like, I just didn't go to them. You know, like, if I was full on stuff, if I had all my health or all my – and I had a lot of ammo, a lot of times I just ignore them. Right. So it's not that I didn't find them necessarily because you have to interact with the location right. to get the to get the trigger for it. Right. But anyway, um, that game is just so much fun. It's amazing how much fun it is replaying it over and over. And what's really cool, too, is like there are elements of it that I, I don't remember when I replay it. Like, especially in Anti-Citizen 1 where you're going through the... Uh, you go into that big plaza with the building where they've got the space-based weapon right. that's zap, you know, trying to zap you. And then you go into the building and you have to disable the generators to shut that thing off. And then when you come back out, now the, the striders are attacking everyone. Like, there was a lot of stuff in there that I just didn't remember at all. So that was kind of fun because then it's almost like a new game again. But I'll tell you... I need to go back to that. Yeah, I'll tell you, not only is... Um, Getting through Ravenholm with only the gravity gun, not only is that hard, but getting across the antlion beach without, oh my God, without, touching. without touching the sand, not hard, but it takes forever because you just have to keep, you Inching. know, flip, yeah. flip-flopping stuff to, oh. and, and the other thing too is I was playing at night, so I had my headphones on and I had the volume turned down a little bit, which I shouldn't have done that. Because the only way you can tell if you've touched the sand is you start to hear the rumble, like they're going to come out of the sand. And sometimes I would... Get that rumble but not know? Or I would think that I got the rumble and I wasn't sure because of other you know, other ambient sounds. So there are a few times where I kind of had to start over again. Right. But then I got to the end and got the achievement. The so rumble in the jungle. Rumble on the desert sand. On the desert sand. By the beach. Not near the jungle. Mm, there's all. no jungle at all in that. But that's a good game. And then I also just just a few minutes ago. <laughs> and that's a good game. And uh, what? Uh, but I mean, that game is even though you do the same thing every time, I still have fun when I replay it. Um, so time. I just started it's good playing. Times. It's good times. It is good times. Good times. Good times. A couple of two trees. Uh, I just started playing the demo of a game called uh, Quantum Conundrum, uh -huh. which I am not surprised to learn this, but you just told me it's by the people who came up with the idea for Portal. It is those people. Yes, and it's uh, it's very easy to see that it is those same people. Yes. I have to say I'm not thrilled with the cartoony style of it. It's cartoony. It's very cartoony. It almost looks like a Sam and Max kind of game yeah. or one of those old LucasArts games. And and I wish it didn't look like that. I just I'm not a huge fan of that style yeah. in video games. Um but I will say that I like the narrator who they chose, John Like Osamo. No. What's his name? Gilgood. No, the guy who played Q on Star Trek the Next Generation. John Look him up. Just type in who played Q on Star Trek. It's not John Larroquette. How do you spell Q? The letter Q. You think you can manage that? Would John. Would be a capital Q? Sure. Although I don't think that Google cares about that. John Delancey. That's the guy. John Delancey. That's 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 the guy. Uh, so he's the narrator of the game, and so that was kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you know that guy. You know that guy. I know that guy. You know that guy. You've seen that guy before. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's going to be pretty fun. So the the what you do is you it's another puzzle solving game like like Portal, 
And in this one, you have uh, you're wearing these gloves that let you shift into different shift things into different dimensions, different modes. But you are immune from shifting immune into different dimensions modes. because you're wearing the gloves, right? Gloves are good. So, for instance, you can shift into the fluffy dimension where things are a lot ten times lighter than they are normally, and then there's also a heavy dimension where they're ten times heavier than they are. So, for instance, what you do is there's in this one level that I was just on in the demo, you push a button and this thing on the wall spits a a safe out of the wall. Safe is very heavy. A safe is very heavy, right? Um, but there's these lasers that cut the safe in half and disintegrate it. But if you make it even heavier, the, the lasers can't cut through it. Too heavy. Or another one where this thing kicks out the cardboard boxes. But if you, so once it spews out the cardboard box, you go into the heavy dimension, and then the box becomes ten times heavier, and it breaks through a glass, a plate glass ah. window. That you need to get through to get into the next you section. Get through that window. So it's stuff like that. It's pretty cool. And then there was the one that you saw where the thing dropped all the safes on the ground, right. and then the lasers cut through them. So you had to keep switching heavy on and off, heavy, heavy, so that it would make like a staircase. Heavy on, heavy off. Right. I think you've confused even me now, and I just played it. But it, it looks pretty cool. I think I'm going to enjoy yeah. it. it. Comes out probably, on consoles later this month. I'll probably buy it because it looks Should. like something I would enjoy. Should it's probably good. Uh huh. Mm. I think I need to get a new video card though. Because I at home, I noticed in the latest version of Photoshop, they used the graphics card engine to do a lot of the, you know, stuff in Photoshop, uh -huh. one of which is zooming. So it used to be where you would take the zoom tool in Photoshop and you would sort of draw a marquee around the area you wanted to zoom, and then it would zoom to that place. With the graphics card acceleration, all you do is click the zoom button, and then however you move the mouse, it zooms, you know, it animates the zoom in and out. My graphics card at home won't do that, wow. which is annoying. That is annoying. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that's all I've played. That's enough. Okay. You ready for some miscellaneous? Well, yeah, I'm done with. We are not going to discuss item number one because that's the thing that we did not do. But we will do before the next. Oh, okay. Next I gotcha. So I will move on to item number two. Is it just me, or do you feel like you're hearing something coming from I that? I did not hear anything. You didn't hear that? No. Okay. Maybe you got some mice or some varmints. I I, think I might have some varmints. I think something's printing. No, there's nothing Maybe printing. Kelsey's printing. No, she's not printing. I think it might be. I print? think it's varmints. No, she, you, it's does fine. she have a printer card or a copy card? Yeah, she's got a copy card. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, the the uh, podcast office here doubles as a Kinko's for the local <laughs> residents, <laughs> but a Kinko's from 1980 right. apparently. <laughs> God, uh, remember how annoying that was? Copy cards. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What? How do they do it now? I, I don't know. Oh, you just put in your credit card. You buy first. a printer at your house yeah. that copies. Did you ever know my? I, I was in New York over the weekend <laughs> and going to go on some strange tangent. I'm sure. No, not really. But my aunt was complaining about having to replace the ink cartridges in her inkjet printer. And I said, "Well, that's why I don't buy those." Because did you know that somebody worked out the cost of ink per gallon based on you know what you pay for ink cartridges? If you had to guess. Oh, um, it's probably a lot more than a thousand dollars. Yes. Oh, that's ridiculous. It's over $5,000 a gallon. That's ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? So that's why they always practically give those machines away because they're going to make so much money off of the ink. That's ridiculous. Over $5,000 a gallon. So what kind of printer do you use? Laser, always. But it can't do photos though, right? Sure. It's color. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That's whatever you want. Anything you want? Anything you want. Make an omelet? Sure. If you got a picture of one. <laughs> Might not taste good, well, but it'll look great. <laughs> Uh, you ready for some miscellaneous? I thought we already started this. Yeah, well, then you went on about omelets and printers. No, that was that was you. Um, as Lou enthusiastically posted last week on our Facebook page, 
Guild Wars 2 now has a release date of August 28th of this year. I'm very excited about that because I assumed it was going to be around the holidays. Uh, and it, it is. is not. It's right around Arbor Day. Right. <laughs> is there not, anything? Is not. there anything in August? Are there any holidays in late August? Well, Labor Day is right by there. Well, it's in September though. But it's nearer there. That's BTS season, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, Which is uh, apparently, according to Target, has already started. Yeah. I'm already seeing to back ready. to school stuff in Target. They want you to be ready. They want you out of the house. Is I think what they want. Yeah. Um, the Skyrim Dawn Guard DLC is currently available on all platforms. Really? So there's something for you to do. Oh, yeah. I like that. Did not get great reviews, but huh. still more to do. Really? Uh, the well, what did they say about it? Uh, they said it's okay. Um, no, no, no. Don't don't gloss over this. What it, I mean, what? It, why are they saying that they don't like it? Why must we just go back? This is what we do. This is what we're doing. I just want to know. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. I can't believe I've put my but 56 Spelunky, inch. Spelunky on... Uh, on the Xbox 360, got a nine from IGN. So wow, what is that cave? Some kind of cave game? Oh, I got an eight. That's not bad. So what are you talking about? What's Spelunky? It's, uh, it's a game that got a nine on the 360. But you don't know what it is. I'm guessing it's some kind of platformer. It's a little cartoon spelunker. Takes place in a cave. Spelunker. You ever been spelunking? No. I did that a couple times on field trips in school. Yeah. It can get a little scary. Oh, I'm sure they were taking to really dangerous caves in school. No, but but I'm, that's what I'm saying is like even the non-dangerous ones are scary. Right. Because you'll get into a passage that all of a sudden you get to the end of and you're like, oh, this doesn't go anywhere. And now there's nowhere to turn around and you have to just go out backwards. That's one of the perils of spelunking. It is one of the great perils of spelunking. <laughs> that and accidentally discovering lost cities. <laughs> I think that's one of the joys of spelunking. Well, it is until you find out that there's inhabitants in those lost cities. Ah. <laughs> Uh, may I move on, please? Yes, you may. Um, the Mass Effect 3 Extended Cut DLC is also currently available. It is said to address many players' complaints about the game's original ending. You know what they should do just to appease the whining crybabies is have like a fourth option that you can do at the end? Or for me, a third option since I never played multiplayer, where when you press whatever button, all of a sudden the screen just fills with like rainbows and bunnies. Because it's like, you know, everyone just wants some kind of happy ending. They wrote the game. Yeah, the that's, game. That's for sure. The, the game. <laughs> You hit the nail wow. on the head, my friend. Is that what's in the DLC? Because <laughs> uh, some of those alien chicks are pretty hot. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But you know what I mean? It's like that. that's the story they wrote. Right. Why can't people just accept that? Right. I don't get it. It's too much. Um, Sony has enough. announced the, pur- the purchase of Japanese game streaming service Gaikai. The acquisition confirms rumors that Sony's future is focused on cloud streaming gaming. No word yet on whether the service will be available for the PS3 or the next generation console. Guy, 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 guy. Don't they sell insurance around here? The, no. Oh. They don't have a little chameleon guy who's like the. No. No. Okay. Um, I could swear I've seen something. So Sounds that's very familiar to not that. Going to lend that any credence. Okay. Um. So that's kind of cool. I guess doesn't mean anything for me, does it? Right now? Uh, well, seeing how today I looked on, when I turned on my PS3 to see the last time <laughs> you turned on your PS3, and it was three months ago. Yeah. What I don't understand is don't they already have stuff like this with the P- PlayStation Network? Uh, this is where you can, like, we, that's where you can, like, download games. This is, like, the games actually in the cloud. Like, on live. Like, on live. Okay. Right. Except pronounced Gaikai. Gai- uh, I don't, I think they'll change the name. It probably. Yeah. Um, Little Big Planet Karting is now to a bi- Sony Gaikai. 
Zony Kaiga. Yeah, <laughs> write that. Little Big Planet Carding is now accepting beta applications. The application can be found on the PSN website. I have not yet received my confirmation email, so I think it's a scam. Okay. Well, no, it gives you a survey. It says, have you played this game? Have you played that? You know, I answered pretty much all of their questions. I told them exactly what they wanted what they to wanted hear. hear. With the exception of, they said, have you ever created any of your Do own? Do you like Sony? And you said, no. <laughs> have you ever created any of your own levels? And I oh. answered honestly because they could have just looked at my gamer tag and researched and found that I had. But you could have gone over to someone else's house and done it. I would have said yes. It would be connected to my gamer tag still. You could have done it while they were logged in. Um. Could have. I don't, I don't want to live a lie that large. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's why I'm not playing the beta. <laughs> exactly. But I did just sign up yesterday, so, you know, maybe. Yeah, give them a little time, okay? Have some um, patience. The, the creators of Angry Birds are following up their monster hit soon with the new game Amazing Alex on iOS and Android devices. It will be a puzzle game where the player creates Rube Goldberg-type contraptions. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's been done before, and I feel not very successfully. Like, remember The Incredible Machine yeah. was a game that did that? Yeah. And you kind of... You, here's the th here's the slippery slope there. You've got to make it enough to where you feel like... You're, you're actually doing, doing something it. that they didn't but it already... But so hard... That it just doesn't work. Right. Right, because you don't want to feel like everything you do was already predetermined by right. the makers. Like, what was the maker thinking? Right. But Well, no, not so much that, but, like, you put this device on and it really can only do this one type of thing. Right. Because you want to be able to do crazy, crazy stuff. Right. Like wear a big bow tie. And a curly wig. Curly wig. Right. With multiple colors. And finally. We'll have to see about that one. Yeah. We'll Lego, keep our eye on it. We will. <laughs> May I move on, please? Yeah, go ahead. Lego is currently working on a toy set based on the Portal games. Really? Yeah, you want to see a picture? Yeah. Did you just call it a toy set? Toy set. Well, I didn't want people to think that it was like going to be a Lego game, of which there are many. Right. I will talk but, later uh, about But just the, so you know. They, they are toys. No, just no, So no. you know they are toys. I understand that. I'm just saying you can usually leave out the word toy when you talk about Lego sets. Because um, if you say they're working on a set based on da-da-da, people will know what you mean. I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. All right, let's hear back from our listeners on this one. I'm taking a poll. Here, here's. I want to see it. I want to see it. Is it like a room? Here, let me see that. It's you can make your own little. You can make your own levels. Oh, so they got Gladys and everything. It comes with two versions of Chell. Why do you need two Chells? It's, that's a little strange. I don't know. Oh, and I see. Oh, they got the turrets and everything. That's so cool. Oh, wait. So they already did the vote. Oh, did they do the vote already? I don't know. I'm asking you because... I don't know. I would assume that the vote would be yes. Because it says with 10,000 votes, Lego Portal could become a reality. Right. But I'm I'm guessing since I saw it everywhere on every video game uh, blog that it probably got the votes. Right. But this is, this is a... Here. Here's the thing. This is a thing that was set up through... Um, Yes. I don't know. You know, this podcast doesn't work if no one speaks. I know, but what I'm trying to figure out, is this official? Or is this if just If they got somebody... enough votes, it would become official. But the vote was a few days ago, so I'm guessing that it's official. 
because I'm still seeing stuff about it. Okay, so so oh, okay, so this was on Kusu, so it's actually an official Lego thing, right? Because yeah. isn't Kusu an official Lego site? Uh, that I don't know. Yeah. You would know that. I think we talked about that before. I think so. Because if it's just some guy saying if we get ten thousand no, votes, maybe Lego nuts. will do this. It's nuts. Okay, I just want to make sure we're not giving people bad information here. Well, that's pretty cool. I wonder what it'll be though. They have a new line out called Monster Hunters, I think. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Like, there's all this vampire and zombie and ghosts. That, well, I don't know about zombies. I think there might be zombies. But it's some really cool stuff. You know, there's a reason that I call it a toy set. Yeah. You don't have to call it a toy set. You can I'm, just call it a set. I'm going to continue to call it the Why? toy set. Why? Why do you have to go there? <laughs> I need to remind <laughs> you. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> I know they're toys. Um, is that it? That's it. That's it. Well, I mean, that's it for right now. We're going to do something in the break here. Okay, and, and then we'll talk about something, about something we come else. Back. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, then we're going to take the break that Tony mentioned just a moment ago. And when we come back, we'll talk about TV and one other thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about TV. The thing that Tony wanted to do that we didn't do before is he... Well, do you want to talk about this? Yeah, I wanted to show you the trailer for the upcoming game, 007 Legends. Which looks really cool. It's a first-person shooter where you're James Bond, but it's six missions from... They say, like, the most exciting missions from the collection of James Bond films. Right. So the first one is Moonraker. Right. But where... they're not letting you know what the other five missions are. Right. Until the game comes out. Well, they, I think they said they're going to let you know about one other at Comic-Con, which isn't that like this weekend? Uh, yeah, it's coming right up, I think. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting. Because I, I got to think that The Spy Who Loved Me is going to be one of them because you get all that cool underwater stuff. Right. But then it'll be interesting to see if they also do You Only Live Twice because it's basically the same movie, but just set in a different time and a different look. You know, I mean, it's, it's right. the same story. But just the the scenery is kind of changed, um, but that it looked really cool. Yeah. I, the graphics looked a little bit dated. They did, I agree. But the concept of it looked pretty cool. And it looked like there was a lot of action in it. Right. Yeah. And uh, any excuse to have more time messing around with somebody named Holly Goodhead is right. you know that's worth sixty bucks right there. <laughs> Where else can you get Goodhead for sixty bucks? <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. What. Do you, you want me to list all the places you can? <laughs> <laughs> Did you also find those on Craigslist? Uh, I don't think we need to go there. No. no. But thanks for But offering. let's just point out that I'm not looking for anything on Craigslist that is <laughs> okay. shady or. All right. Not that we know of. We, have talk, we had talked. Now, see, now I've got to explain. <laughs> At lunch, I had explained how I had hired an Italian tutor off of Craigslist. So. That's what he's talking about using Craigslist for. He's also walked away from the mic, so I don't know how I can carry this on any further. What are you doing? It's like a camel, this guy. (laughs) No, no, if I was like a camel, I wouldn't need to get water. No, it's 96 degrees outside. It's very warm. I got to stay hydrated. I can't do this if I'm dehydrated. Plus, it's also dangerous. (laughs) Okay. Just saying. All right, so let's talk about TV. Uh, Master Chef. Master Chef. Okay, I'm a little behind. I haven't seen last night's. I yet. have not seen last night's either. Okay, but so I what am was loving the, the Master Chef. What was so the last far? thing that happened last week? Someone didn't cook good enough, and they were voted off. I didn't see that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good show, but oh, it was the guy who looked like Steve Buscemi. 
What? I don't think we're even watching the same show. His name may have been Steve. I have no idea who you're talking about. He got kicked off. You're going to have to find a picture. I have no idea who you're talking about. The The guy who looked like Steve Buscemi. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember anyone who looked like Steve Buscemi. They had to make something, and he didn't make it very good. Steve Buscemi from Big Lebowski or Steve Buscemi from Ghost World? Uh, It's the same Steve Buscemi, (laughs) first of all. You you can change your clothes, but you can't change that face. (laughs) Let's be honest. No offense to Mr. Buscemi because he's a fine actor. Don't they have like a gallery of the contestants? I would think so. You're not finding one? No. So what was the last one? But oh, here. But what what were the challenges in the last one? Because I'll remember more based on that. Um, Show me the guy first. Now that you got him. And was his name Steve? Hold on. Because I'm wondering if now I'm wondering if we're maybe two behind. Because that doesn't sound familiar. Here he is. Oh, his name is Scott. I'll tell you, though, I was happy when Ryan went home. Oh, that guy. He doesn't look anything he like, Steve just like Steve Buscemi. My God, first of all, he's like three feet taller than Steve Buscemi. When he talks. No, he's not. He's short. Oh, really? When he talks. That he was making him look tall on that show. It's very Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a TV show for a while? That's so Buscemi. <laughs> so anyway. With um, him and Raven Simone. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't remember what the competition was. Okay. I remember it was entertaining, and I remember that I had fun. So I remember, I believe it was the one where Ryan got kicked off, where Christine made... An apple pie. An apple pie. I think we've talked about that since. No, then it wasn't that. Because it was something since the last time we'd... No, it wasn't the apple pie. It was... No, that's when he made made them pick the different crabs. Right. But then there was something after that, because then she... Oh, you God. know, last week was remember. when they had to make... You know what? If I think hard enough, they had to make desserts. Well, there was the chocolate flour, or the molten chocolate cake. No, no, no. The tiramisu, the strawberry shortcake. Oh, I didn't see the, that. Oh, so I must be one. I must be behind that. That's the one he got kicked off. Okay. So they had to make a, either a tiramisu, a strawberry shortcake, or a English trifle. And so the girl who won the quick challenge got to pick who had to make what. Okay. And he got kicked off for making a strawberry shortcake. Okay. Strawberry shortcake has been the downfall of many a man. Strawberry shortcake is the easiest of those three things to make. So really? Kind of a butthead to be. Now, okay. Now, here's what I want to know. They must show these people how to make these things. I'm guessing that they there is probably. No way, there's no way that, that a dozen home chefs can know how to make a molten chocolate cake. Here's my guess. I'm guessing that they probably don't show them, but they probably tell them before they're on the show, you might want to learn how to make these things. I'll bet you they show them before they do it. I'll bet you they they demo it for them. Oh, I would hope it's not that hand-holding. Because they were were still tasting them and everything. So it was like you had to come up with the right proportions and all that. You know, because remember when they were tasting the cakes and one guy's was too sweet and, you know, all that stuff. But, man, I'll tell you, that tally, tally, tally. Yeah, he's terrible. What a total DB. I mean, in that one with the molten chocolate. You're not talking about a Doobie Brother. No, I am not talking about a Doobie Brother or a Decibel. Because there is nothing Michael McDonald about Tally. Not at all. Not at all. Or any of the other Doobies. I couldn't name those other Doobies. (laughs) That's why I just stuck with Michael McDonald. Are they all related? Are they actually brothers? Uh, I wonder. No. 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 Different nationalities. I believe they all like to partake in the Doobie. I will claim to not know what that means. But anyway, so so at the end at the end it was Tally and Ryan who had the worst molten chocolate cakes, 
And I love how uh, Gordon, Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay says, you know, I'll let you decide which one of you is going to be the bigger man and come up here and admit that you made the worst molten chocolate cake, molten chocolate lava cake, whatever you want to call it. And Tally's just sitting there because his he thinks that everything he does is gold. Right. And so Ryan walks forward and gives up his apron, which I was surprised by. I was too. I was surprised by that. But the, the difference between Ryan and Tally is that for as much as a jerk as Ryan was, you could definitely tell that he, he had cared about what he put out there. Yeah. Like, it was important to him. Where Tally just thinks, well, I'm great, so everyone should know that I'm great. And you know how you know I'm great? Because I just told you I'm great. Right. Duh. But anyway. So what else has been going on in there that I don't know about? Uh, I just told you. There was a dessert challenge. Okay. That's it? That's all we know? Yeah. So you didn't see last night's either? I did not. Okay, so you're one behind. I'm two behind. Correct. Why is that show on twice a week? Because double your pleasure, double your fun. Okay. <laughs> we still talking about that show? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> or have we gone back to Holly Goodhead? <laughs> uh, anyway, what, what's next? Take me out. Take me out. Okay, so what My happened? What happened to, get, what happened to getting Marissa on the show? Huh? She was supposed to be on now. What uh, happened? Yeah, I kind of dropped the ball on that one. Seriously? You just never even talked to her again about Should it? Should we call her? Let's call her. Okay. I'm not going to call her right now. But can't we get her in here? Uh, just to and talk don't, about don't you dare say something like, she's not going to come all the way out of the city just to talk about that. She was on TV. She rides her bike. So you have a car. She could ride with you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not driving her. <laughs> she might laugh at something. Um, uh, you, yeah. You're not going to get her out here? Just to talk about that show? <laughs> yes. It's a national TV show. It's on TV nationally. All right. I'll see what I can do. Oh, my God. See what I can work out. Uh, you know, don't get in any trouble or anything I mean, by just, calling a friend of yours. She did a little stint on like a dating show. It's not like my friend Deborah, who has appeared in many things and guitar, has many things to talk about. I mean, yeah. we'll probably have four questions for Marissa. So, to, you know, I feel about to cart her all the way out here. Not that she doesn't have legs, right. and I'd have to actually cart her. She's like uh, Billy Ray Valentine, <laughs> the beginning of trading places. Uh, I just think I just think it'd be interesting to talk to her about it and and the experience and what things were fake and what things were real. Well, and... I do know. Okay, here let me tell you a couple of things that I know already. Okay, um, what they say is not scripted. All that stuff comes from the girls. So all the comments the girls say... Come from the girls. Come from them. It's not yes. scripted. I do know that the clothes were her own. Okay. And I just know this because after I looked at her pictures on Facebook, right. and she's wearing those dresses in other pictures okay. a couple years ago. I do know that... So the, maybe it's time for a wardrobe refresh. Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> I do know that the Take Me Out Resort is actually a resort in Temecula, California. Okay. Which is a little bit of a... I won't call it wine country because it's certainly not Napa or Sonoma. But it's it's way more south than that. But okay. it's in Southern California, and it's really nice. Baja. Uh, no, she did tell me though that next season the Take Me Out Resort will be in Cabo. So uh, a little Cabo Wabo next season, per perhaps. <laughs> Going back to a previous conversation um, that I don't know anything about. Uh, so it's, has it been renewed already? Do we know there's going to be a next season? Yeah, how would you know that? I, I guess I don't know. See, this is why we got to have her in here. She's obviously got some important information. Uh, okay, important is a heavy word. <laughs> In relation to the context, but of the show. Uh, but I will say, I mean, like, I'm glad that the guy picked her. I think she, I think she was great on the show, and yeah. like, it seems that they had. And a they are now, night. they are now in a long term, no, dedicated relationship. Not at all. 
oh. they're back to their regular lives. But oh, okay. I do know that their stay at the Take Me Out Resort was pleasuresome for both of them. <laughs> Ready to talk about falling skies? <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> Legally? Yeah, let's talk I about falling skies. I think it's only illegal if it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's never coming now. <laughs> Um, Didn't I really answer the question you wanted to know? <laughs> no, no, I want. I actually want to know more about the the behind the scenes stuff. You know what okay. I mean? But is that really an elevator? Or is it a couple guys with ropes? <laughs> uh, is George Lopez really that cheesy in real life? I think we probably know the answer to that. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about falling skies. Uh, so wait, you haven't watched the choice anymore? You didn't watch the one with the girls? No. I was just no, but I heard the one with the girls was much better than the other. I was happy to hear that Carmen Electra was on there because I feel so bad for her. I mean, how is she going to get a date otherwise? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I heard that that episode. I talked to a couple people, and they said that episode was actually entertaining. Yeah, it's it's much better in that scenario where the girls are interviewing. Well, you know why? Because because the girls aren't like the guys. guys You know, they just want to get cool. And not only that, but they're always trying to be cool. Where the girls. Are right. much more if if you're a celebrity who's open to being on this ridiculous TV show, you're probably going to have enough of a personality where you're willing to be sarcastic and obnoxious and kind of funny and stuff. Right. Whereas the guys are just sitting there trying to be cool. It, it, and so, like they're going to pick the girl that they would want to nail. Right. Whereas the girls aren't going to do that. The girls are going to tap more into personality. Now, there's one thing I heard that was really funny. Apparently, this one girl and Carmen Electra both like pressed their button for this guy, and when they, you know, they loved what he said, but when they turned around, he wasn't as attractive as they would have wanted. So then the one girl said, "You know what? I don't think I'm really your type. I think you should go with Carmen." And Carmen's like, "You know what? No, actually, I think you should go with like they were like trying to pawn him aggressively off. trying to pawn him off." Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Nice. And well, the guy ended up, and I don't remember who he ended up with, but he ended up winning. Like, he was the one that won. Oh, okay. Okay. With the person that which, chose which, which I have to say is interesting because when the guys have had been at a place where they had to make a decision, they always, e- even the douchey kind of guys, always tend to say kind of gentlemanly things like, well, you're both beautiful women, but I think, right. you know, you're better suited for me. Which isn't, I mean, a nice thing. Whereas the girl, no, the women, uh, you don't believe it though. No, you know they're not saying. I mean, you know the one that he's like, Ugh. yeah, look at that hawker. I'm not going home with her. <laughs> I don't even pretend to know she's what got that duck means. Duck feet. <laughs> the honker with duck feet. Now she's got two duck parts apparently. Um, so uh, yeah, let's talk about falling skies. Okay. <laughs> Are you caught up on that? No. Okay. I did not see Sundays. Okay. I don't really have anything to say about it. It's There's just, nothing to eh, say. Yeah. It's just like nothing ever happens. Yeah. You know, again, we're still watching it because it's one of the only sci-fi things on TV. But, you know, the, the problem is that there are little moments that are pretty cool. Like, actually, this season, a lot of the stuff with, I can't remember his ben. name. Ben. is yeah. pretty cool. Right. Um, you know, there were a couple times before this that we saw his spikes glowing, and he went into Glowy sort of spikes. a trance. There's actually a really cool scene in this episode, I have to say, and it was pretty, uh, it was pretty entertaining. But you know, it, again, everything moves so slowly, and and there was a, a really weird thing. I'm I'm not gonna ruin anything here. Matt, the youngest kid, uh-huh. who always wants to fight, but yeah, he's the a annoying kid, kid. Yeah. right? They're all annoying, but anyway, the most annoying, right? He is kid. the most annoying kid. Um, so at the beginning, you see him riding a scooter through some town and you see these skitters, you know, 
like looking around the corners and right. they're kind of following him around and everything. And then they catch up to him at the end of this sort of alleyway. And when they came out, it was like they had redone the CG for the skitters. They looked totally different. The colors looked different. They looked much more cartoony and unprofessional. And they moved and had things going on in their faces that I don't remember. Oh, I'll check that out. It was really weird. It was like we, th- we thought that the kid was dreaming at the beginning of the episode. Right. And that's why things didn't look quite right. But he wasn't. It was just it was, it was really dream. strange. It was yeah. really strange. But So uh, you can't really tell what's a dream and what's not is what you're saying. When somebody's dreaming. This was not one of those circumstances. Right. Unfortunately, you can't tell when somebody's dreaming or not because their effects budget seems to be too low. Ah. So I think that's what we're dealing with here. What if we find out that everything is a dream? Well, I think on some level it really is. <laughs> I mean, we, are, we already know there's no spoon. Right. No spoon? There is no spoon. What, what does that mean? What? How have you forgotten the Matrix? The key oh, the spoon, line of dialogue from the Matrix already. Um, so what else do you want to talk about? Uh, the Great Escape. You have not seen The Great Escape. Yet. I have not seen that show. That now, last on... night they they had to uh, escape from an aircraft carrier. Yes. What was it? The USS I have not Nimitz. Seen that yet. The USS Abraham Lincoln. The USS John F. Kennedy. No, they did say which one it was. Don't remember. It wasn't the Nimitz. No. Um, last week was Alcatraz. They did escape Alcatraz. Enterprise. No. You already talked about the last one, didn't you? To you on the oh. phone. Oh. Oh. We have not met since that has aired. Oh, that's weird. For some reason, I thought you talked about it on the show. <laughs> No, I won't spend a lot of time on it. It's a it's an amazing race type game where like, you know, it's three different couples. They're locked up in a cell. Here's one of my complaints: it should be more than three couples. You know, because your chances that seems are, like not enough variety. R- exactly. Yeah, but uh, they're each locked up in a cell, and they have to find the key that's hidden somewhere in the cell. And like, you know, at one point it was hidden in a mattress. The other, it was hidden in the wall. And like, you know, one was it hidden in a guitar. Yeah, and then uh, what? What I really liked about this is, you know, there's different challenges they have to do, like on the Amazing Race, but within the confines of right. Alcatraz. Right. But what's cool too, they also had to stay out of uh, the way of the guards. Like if the guards saw them, they had to go back to the cell and get right. locked up in another cell and then find their way out. And then they could start from where they and got they were caught. beaten, right? No beating. No, there was no beating. No. And there's no touching. The uh, how they got caught was wow. if. If they, oh, you just shine a light on them or yeah, something? Yeah, if they yeah. got a light shown on Can them. Can you just say, I didn't feel the light, and keep running? Well, no. I mean, it's on camera. Oh. Right. Then you're disqualified, and then you lose. For being a liar. But yeah. but, um, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, it's a Ron Howard, Brian Grazer production. Sure. So, um, whatever what, that means. Well, <laughs> I think that means they produced it. Yeah. Um. But but I like that it takes place in a different kind of facility every right. time. And like it's that's cool. Contestants every time. Because Alcatraz, to be honest, Alcatraz has been done so many times. I kind of don't care about that. But the aircraft carrier one that seems pretty cool. Now, like with things where the key was in the guitar, did they have to just like reach in and find it, or could they smash the? No, guitar? they could smash it. They could, oh, okay. Oh, they were tearing apart these cells. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. But I was entertained. It sounds kind of cool. I, don't know. I would like to see it. I would it. guess maybe after the third, I'll probably be a little bored with it. But yeah. Hey, what happened to that show, Take the Money and right? Run? Right? What happened to that show? Yeah. I don't know. That was another I one. bet you they heard me talking about my plan and got scared. <laughs> that was I another had it all one, worked though. Out. Like, after, like, the third episode. Yeah, you like, kind of were like, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. I had that all figured out. Remember my plan? Yeah. It was a brilliant plan. Brilliant. Brilliant plan. Yeah. You want to talk about True Blood? Sure. But not uh, this year. No, True Blood Season 4. I just want to say, it is so cheesy over the top sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, just ridiculous. Like, I, we just watched an episode last night where 
first of all, what's the guy's name? The the uh, Mexican witch guy. You know who I'm talking Carlos. about? Carlos. I don't know. Whatever his name we'll call is. Call him Carlos or Diego. Let's just call him Diego. Maybe it is Diego. Let's just call him Diego. But anyway, so it was the one where he has to do his brujo magic to get uh, Antoinette or whatever her name is out of um, out of Marnie. Mm-hmm. And during that whole episode, it seemed like everybody in the cast was thinking to themselves, you're really going to make me say this line of dialogue? Like, it was just so cheesy. The whole episode was just so cheesy. And I, I don't understand a lot of what they do with the characters on that show Jesus, sometimes. What's his Jesus. Name? Oh, yeah. Because that was kind of the joke, wasn't it? Um, I don't understand what they do with the characters a lot of times on this show. Like... Well, you know a lot of those characters aren't what they seem to be. Well, I, I, I realize that. They're like Transformers. <laughs> They're more than meets the eye. But still, okay, so so Marnie's got Sookie inside the protective barrier, and she says that she'll let her go if Bill and Eric forfeit their lives and Bill and Eric are both like okay why would they do that Eric was back to himself already and Bill doesn't care about Sookie enough to do that anymore they have a connection through blood I understand that but they also know that because they're always aware of that when they talk about it in other instances but they can't go against their instincts why not they do it all the time creatures of the night (laughs) you're just making excuses for the vampires (laughs) Uh, but I will say that um, that uh I can't remember anybody's name. Who? Sookie's brother. Jason. Jason is consistently one of the most entertaining characters on that show. This season, too. He's just so funny. He's just so funny and ridiculous. I am one behind on this season as well. But I have to tell you, Christopher Maloney on this season is is fantastic. Now, let me ask you a question. So, in this episode, another thing that happened was uh, Terry had left... um, Policeman. Andy. Andy. Had left Andy out at the treehouse to Andy teach Belfler. him. Right. To, to teach him a lesson about using the, the V. Uh-huh. Right. And so when Andy was walking back to town, he gets confronted by Falona, whoever the fairy queen is, right? Now, I don't get it. Are the fairies actually beautiful or are they actually ugly just pretending to be beautiful? I believe that. They're ugly pretending to be beautiful, right? Um, They're like like hideous elf imp creatures. But they appear beautiful right. to appeal to their whoever's right. in front of them. It's just, you know, the same thing with women. Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. Oh, all the ladies in my life know I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> you think she does? <laughs> my mom, you mean? <laughs> um, so anyway, so, so he, is in, he encounters this fairy with whom he does a little human fairy Human on fairy action. Uh-huh. And so then he goes back home and he's talking to Dar- Arlene. Sorry, not Darlene. Arlene. And it seemed to me, no, I'm just taking a guess here. Did she somehow, the the, the fairy, did she somehow take away like all of his anger? Because he seemed much more mellow. Is that, does anything like that happen to Andy? Where uh, he's just all no, of a sudden. he just got laid. Oh, okay. So he's just yeah. kind of happy because yeah. he got laid. Okay. No long lasting ramifications. Okay. Oh, well. I mean, it's always entertaining, but it's it's so cheesy sometimes. Yeah. But th- they don't, you know, defend themselves on that. I mean, they know that. Yeah. I don't know. 
I have to say this season has been a lot funnier than previous episodes of previous seasons too. Right. I mean, the humor is actually pretty good in it in, in most of the places, especially Jason's. Jason's is always pretty funny. Um, but anyway, so what else you got for miscellaneous television? Miscellaneous. Yeah, yeah, let's go. That? Let's do that. Uh, a new game show is coming to the CW this fall. The show is said to be a very physical version of musical chairs titled Oh Sit. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Why would they even do that? You know so, this is a this is a title that a TV show was made around. Right. Yeah. Uh they're comparing it to, you know, that show Wipeout. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like that, but like musical chairs. But Wipeout what? meets musical chairs called Oh Sit. Okay, I don't get it, but that's fine. I, you know, I, I should mention there's a new dating show starting on CBS in, in late July called Three, and uh, you can go look it up to see what it's all about. I'm just going to mention that I know one of the people who's on the show. No, um, so that's that's all I'll say about that. I'm going to see if she'll if she'll come and do a, an episode with us to talk about it. But does that mean I have to watch it? Well, that's up to you. That looks like total chick stuff. I don't know. I don't watch any of those shows. Any of those bachelor slash bachelorette, yeah. any of that kind of stuff. It's terrible. I will say that the the whole raison d'etre for this show is to be the sort of anti-bachelorette where there's no, like, contests. There's no backstabbing. There's no... Oh, so anything entertaining there, of there, the there's show, there's no com- There's no competitive aspect to the show at all. And there's no... No, it's just boring. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It'll, it was very popular in Israel where it started. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know why you're laughing at that. They watch TV over there. Yeah. <laughs> you say that like you're you're not sure I'm telling the truth. No, I believe you. Okay. All right. What else? Um, Elizabeth Mitchell will reunite with J.J. Abrams on his upcoming series Revolution. Now, what was that one again? It's the new show by J.J. Abrams. I know, but what was it about? A revolution. No, come on. I don't know. We talked about it before, didn't we? Oh. But I don't remember. All right. But I like Elizabeth Mitchell a lot. I love her a lot, actually. Uh, well, that seems a little extreme. Uh, have you seen her? Yes. I'm just saying. No. She's she's not hot. She's attractive. She's extremely sexy. Really? Yes. She is very, very sexy. All right. Uh, because I know what you mean. She's she's an attractive woman, but you wouldn't say, oh, she's like a drop-dead gorgeous supermodel or anything. But she's very, very sexy. Right. Very sexy. Uh, Continue. <laughs> Before my wife listens and I get in trouble. Uh, Dallas has already been renewed for a second season. I've been keeping up with Dallas and still liking it or no? Yes, very yeah. much so. Okay. It is, I mean, it is a campy nighttime soap. Yeah. But JR is just about to, uh, JR, JR has been playing it cool. And playing is, under- is the big question going to be who did JR shoot? Uh, is that going to happen? No. Oh, okay. no. He might get shot though. Again? He's, he's about to, uh, you know, pull one over on everyone in the next episode. Wow. Very much looking forward to that. Wow. Uh, Charlie Sheen. It'll be who shot Jr., but it'll be some kind of like you know, old people's medicine kind of syringe kind of shot, not like no, with a gun. That's not. No, that's not going to happen. Not exactly. He's not in the hospital anymore. No. Oh, okay. Oh no, no, no. he's back at South Fork. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, Charlie Sheen's new show, Anger Management, on FX, broke a series premiere record for a cable comedy with 5.74 million viewers. Did you watch it? No. Okay. I don't like him. I don't want to see it. There you and go. Actually, the reviews weren't great. They said it. They said for it being Charlie Sheen, it seemed very safe. Yeah. So. Huh. Um, American Idol. Is runner- it based on the TV show, uh, the movie yes. of the same name? Okay. Yes. American Idol runner-up Jessica Sanchez is in talks to appear on the next season of Glee. She would fit right in. Yes, she would. Because she looks like 
Well, she is a high school kid, I guess. Right. So there you go. And she likes to sing. She does, and she's quite good at it, I she have to say. She is good. Yes. Um, this month is the twenty. This is you. You put this in here. <laughs> so you can still read it. Okay. This month is the 25th anniversary of Star Trek The Next Generation, and to celebrate, CBS is presenting a one-night-only theater showing of a couple of episodes of the show in HD. You know that Phantom... Is it Phantom? Phantom Menace? No, Phantom... What is it? Fathom. Oh, opera. Fathom Entertainment or whatever. Oh, yeah. How they show all those things like... Like operas and, operas and plays and... Yeah, weird stuff at the movies. Well, they're doing this one-night showing later this month of... Uh, a couple okay, episodes. you know how whenever we go to see a movie and we see the clips for those, you're like, who goes to those? Right. To this I say, who goes to those? I still want to know who's going to go see that. Why wouldn't right. you just watch it at home? Right. It was never intended to be shown on a big screen. How dare you go against the original intentions? Well, you know, the thing is, I guess it's a way for them to show off. Do you the think they age. were cruel intentions? I don't think they were cruel intentions. No, I don't think so. No, no, they're <laughs> definitely not. Um, but, but I mean, you know, I guess it's a way to show off that they've been remastered in HD, but I don't know. I don't know if they were shot in widescreen, though. I can't remember. I think they may have been. I think they may have been a little ahead of their time. I mean, it was from the future. Right. It was TV from the future. Well, it's the next generation. Of TV and TV shows. And finally, veteran TV actor Andy Griffith, dead at 86. Though, you thought he, you th- didn't I you thought think he, he died was, a long time ago. He was already dead, and then he was like 120 years old. Well, you know, I had met him a few times when I lived in L.A., and he was very old then. It is strange that his father, Buddy Epson, is still alive. Buddy Epson's still, Buddy Epson's <laughs> not still alive. Is he not still alive? No. You sure about that? No. I think he's the oldest living human being. Okay, now I know that's not true. He's Yoda's father. He can't be alive. Why? Because I won't allow it. Because... <laughs> Well, if anything bad should happen to Buddy Epson, no, I think he died in 2003. Oh, really? He's from Belleville, Illinois. Wow. I don't know where that is. He was born in 1908. I don't know where that is. He was born Christian Ludolf Epson Jr. Wow. I'd go with Buddy as well. Right. Instead of Christian Ludolf. How mean is that? Your dad's name is Christian Ludolf Epson. He did Epson. live to be 95, though. Yeah, he was an old guy. He was an old guy. He was. I think you could... Get away with calling him a geezer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have for miscellaneous. That's all you got. You got nothing else. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about movies. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about movies. You haven't seen anything? I haven't seen nothing. You've seen nothing. Well, you know, I wanted to go see Spider-Man today, but you were very busy. I was well. I was just out of town for a few days, That's so I had to. Uh, not remember. You know what? They tell you when the movies are coming out months ahead of time. Sometimes years ahead of time. Well, I don't understand what that has to do well, with you anything. You knew that it was coming out today, and so you should have changed your trip. <laughs> okay, um, but I will see Spider-Man before the next. Well, I will too, definitely. Um, when did it come out today? Today. Why would it come out today? Because tomorrow is a holiday. I understand that, but still, why didn't they just bring it out on Friday? Because it, tomorrow is a holiday. But wouldn't it have still counted for a holiday box office draw if it came out the Friday before the holiday? Yeah, you would think, because then they would be able to get bigger numbers. No, they wouldn't have. Oh. Well, because people don't work tomorrow or the next two days. Right. Uh, so the big numbers start now. All right, if you say so. It's all very confusing to me. Um, are you looking forward to it? Uh, I am. I saw a review this morning that said, 
it was entertaining, but there really was no reason to remake it. It didn't do anything that the first one didn't do. But my argument to that is, yeah, but this one doesn't have Tobey Maguire or Kirsten Dunst, so already for me it's a better movie. Yeah, you didn't like the first one? Uh, no, I, I thought it was a good movie, I but I don't like movie. either one of them. Yeah, but I, I, despite that, I thought it was a very good movie. It was a very good movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm not taking that. I thought but, two was even better than one. Yeah, I hated two pretty much. What? I thought it was terrible. Two was great. I thought it was terrible. Three was terrible. You can't say it was terrible. I thought two was better than than both. I didn't think that at all. Three was the worst. I thought two was pretty bad. I didn't what like Doc Octopus at all. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? No, that's why I said that. <laughs> I did hate Saturday. I mean, Spider-Man 3. I was going to say Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever 3, I guess, because there was a 2 already. Spidey Night Fever. Spidey Night Fever. There you go. I, I didn't like that one. Uh, I didn't even remember who the villain was in that. That's how bad it was. It was Sandman, and it was Venom. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. I don't need two villains like that. Hey, don't say that. We got Dark Knight Rises coming soon. Why? Who's in that? Bane and Catwoman. See, I can't keep all that straight. Catwoman's bad? Well, she teeters. Misunderstood? Yes. There you go. There were two in the Dark Knight. Oh, you didn't love it like I did, though. Who were the two in the Dark Knight? Joker and Two-Face. Yeah, but Two-Face wasn't... I mean, he was just kind of there to throw a monkey in the wrench. I mean, he wasn't really the... To throw a monkey in the wrench. Yeah, it's it's an old play on the saying. (laughs) But, I mean, he wasn't really a villain... In the way that Darth right. Vader and Emperor were both villains in Jedi, right? You know what I mean. Um, he was—he was just kind of a troublemaker. He was the imp character, right? Isn't that what they call that? Sure. Whatever. I like to hear about your movie. Uh, so I saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Very good movie. Very entertaining. I'm not kidding you. It was really I have good. Spoken to so many people have seen this and hated it. No, it was really fun. What it has was, happened to your taste? In nothing. Movies? It was a lot of fun. Why did you just go see it? Because I don't trust your opinion Why? on movies anymore. You loved this in Battleship. I did love Battleship. You didn't see that either, so you can't say. I, I don't have to see it. No. I can read every other person's review of it and know that I would hate it. All right. If you say so. <laughs> then you're just... Oh, a, now you then you're, then you're just, hurt you. No, because, because, you're, because you're trusting... But I, have, but I have many friends who went to see this Abraham Lincoln. And what didn't they like was, about it? They said it was terrible. They said it was cheesy. It wasn't even like... They said it was terrible. No, it was cool. They said the writing was terrible. I don't think the writing was terrible. I got to see one of these movies that you like. I, I don't know. I don't know what about the writing they thought was terrible. I mean, it it seemed appropriate for what the movie was. You know what I mean? I'm gonna it, go see one of these movies that you like. It wasn't. And we will have a. We will have a. Uh, rather than me just. You're like not. I know you're not gonna it. go see it. No, I will. I'll go see either this one or Battleship, and we will I have don't even a. Know if Battleship is still out. We will have an intelligent conversation about it, rather than me just blasting it. Okay, and I'm and watch them for what they are. Summer action movies. I'm not yeah. saying watch them expecting them to be, you know, bridge over the no, river. No, but I expect y. them to be appropriate quality. for what they are. Well, no, well, yeah. If you're saying, oh, I want to see a crappy movie, and as far as crappy movies go, I love it. Well, I don't like crappy movies. Like Transformers, to me, as as entertaining as people will call it, is right. crap to me. Yeah, but see, I didn't like Transformers. Any of them I'm talking about. Yeah, I didn't. I thought they were. But I will check what. No, I'm going to give. I'm going to be open minded. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I think Transformers are actually difficult movies in that sense because the writing is terrible, the stories are terrible, but visually, they're actually very finely crafted. But that doesn't make a good movie. No. No, not but I'm saying it's not a total piece of garbage because there's a lot of good filmmaking in those movies. They're just, it's bad stories, bad acting, bad writing, and all but that But those kind of are stuff. the things I want the most. I understand, I understand. I would rather the, the effects be bad 
but the writing and the acting right. be good. Right. So what I'm what I'm going to tell you is that if you saw Battleship, I guarantee you would think it's way better than Transformers. But that's still not a ringing endorsement. Well, sure it is. Transformers is a pile of poop to me. Okay. So even if it's slightly oh, above a pile of poop, I didn't say. It still I didn't be... say slightly above. I said way better. Okay, but it still could be bad and be way better. Well, that's true. I mean, you could still think it's bad. But I will see. One I of thought those it was a good movies. summer action movie. I, I will see one of those two movies. And I liked I liked the Abraham Lincoln movie because it seemed a lot more original to me than a lot of what's out there. And I liked I liked a lot of stuff that they did in there. Okay. I thought it was I thought it was really cool. I liked I like it when they mix you know either sci-fi or mythology with real world events. So I thought that was pretty cool too. You know, that's one of the reasons I like Stargate so much. I like that they mixed in all the Egyptian mythology with. You know, real Egyptian mythology with the sci-fi stuff. I thought that was really cool. I want to see. How is it not even on here? Huh? Yeah. Where are you going, Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, but I use the app. Let me use the. Let me just go to the website. How could it not Her be on there? Sucks. Oh, because it only lists like the top twelve. But you would think it would be in the. Top you can't 12. just search. Um. Yeah, but it's easier to do. Their website's much better. Oh. Thirty-five percent. I was tell you, thought it was fun, but I will see one of those. All right, see one of them. And I'd like to be proven wrong, because you know it's not fair for me to just sit here and make fun if I haven't seen either. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to be the better person. It's not working yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying. Yeah. And Belgium got thirty-four percent. So. According to Rotten Tomatoes, Abraham Lincoln is a percent better <laughs> than Battleship. I honestly think that a lot of I, it's what what I said before that a lot of people want stuff that's a lot darker and edgier, and I don't care about that. Stuff. Oh, I don't think that's the case. I think that's absolutely the case because Battleship was a really good family summer blockbuster. You could take kids to see it. There wasn't a lot of offensive stuff in it. You know, there was a lot of action and stuff like that. I can't see them marking down a movie because it it, it was family friendly. But be, you've got to understand the average person doesn't think about it like that. No, but I'm talking. I'm giving you majority numbers. These are Metacritics. I'm not going by one review. I'm going yeah. by all reviews. I can't explain that. <laughs> I need it explained. I can't explain that. All right. Um, Ted broke about you know Ted the movie with Mark Wahlberg. Ted. Uh, about the teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you a little something about it. So yeah, I know. I'm sure waiting. You know I'm, I'm waiting for you about. to right. say it. Ted broke a box office record this past weekend as the, get ready for this, yeah. highest grossing open for a non-sequel rated R comedy. Okay. <laughs> a feat previously held by The Hangover. That's a lot of qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this was also the highest grossing weekend for rated R movies. Because, you know, that came in first and Magic Mike came in second. I cannot believe there's a person out there who would actually go see Magic Mike. Magic Mike is, right now, it has like an 88% Rotten Tomatoes. Kelsey's got a big smile on her face. She wants to go see Magic Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's a, that's an example where if it's good writing and good acting, it the subject doesn't even really matter as long as it's done well. I mean, I'm not I'm not defending it. I haven't seen it. Right, right, right. I don't probably won't, but. Yeah. I still haven't seen The Hangover. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. The Avengers has already passed the $600 million. Wait, what is Ted about? The crazy guy? 
No, Mark Wahlberg is a little kid and has a teddy bear and wishes that his teddy bear could talk and be his friend. And then it comes true. But now Mark Wahlberg is an adult and his teddy bear is still around. He's still there. Yeah. And he's like, he's like lewd and it, apparently he's really raunchy. It's by Seth MacFarlane who does Family Guy. Right. So it's actually gotten pretty decent reviews as well. Yeah. Um, the Avengers has already passed the $600 million mark domestically. If the film can earn $50 million more, it will pass Titanic as the second highest grossing film ever. What was the first, Avatar? Yes. So right now, James Cameron would not be happy about that. He would not. No. Uh, you know, I'm going to jump ahead to my James Cameron chunk. Uh, okay. Sigourney Weaver has revealed that James Cameron is filming the next three Avatar sequels back to back to back. That's three backs. Here's my thing. Obviously, he's spending a ton of money. What if the second one flops? I don't think he cares. Yeah, but I mean, think of how much money they're going to spend on those three. If the second one flops... Yeah, but I, I got to assume that... Not only because they already did the first one, and not only and and not only oh, that, it's got to be cheaper. Yeah, and because they're doing all three at the same time, that the cost is yeah. way, way, way down. So at that point, it's almost like, well, I'm just going to do them anyway. Right. That's a good point. I think that's why they do that because he wants to get them made, and he won't be able to justify it if, you know. Oh. I know good. a lot of people who love that movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, I loved looking at it. But yeah, I thought the story was, the, was terrible. 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 It was just, it was so thin. There was just nothing in it that I hadn't seen before, story-wise. Right. It's also very, I, I caught it not too long ago on cable. It's, I mean, I know a lot of those movies are melodramatic, but it just was like almost unwatchably. Yeah, and I remember the music being bad, too. Yeah. You know, the music choice can really oh, absolutely. make or break a movie for me a lot of times. Yeah. That's one of the things That's I can't Prometheus stand. was so great. Yeah, it did have good yeah. music. And and that's one of the things that bugs me about Falling Skies is the music is terrible. It's terrible. Although I will say, we even commented on this last night, the end of this episode, this week's episode, the music was awesome. Oh, really? It was really great. It was really great. Um, Superman and Batman will finally appear together on the big screen in an upcoming Lego movie. Wah, wah. Uh, Channing Tatum and Will Arnett will provide the voices respectively. I gotta say, if Channing Tatum is never in anything ever again, I wouldn't care. I, I don't like him you... as an actor. Uh, I can't say I would see most of the movies he's in, but I have to say, when I see him, he was on Jimmy Fallon last week, and he did a skit, and when I saw him at Saturday Night Live, he's actually really talented. I, I don't just know, don't like I just, his choice of material. Every time I see him in something, I'm like, I can't stand watching him. I don't know what it is. But a lot of it has to do with the things he's in. I and mean, one of the things you saw him in, other than G.I. Joe, which could have been direction. I mean, it's it's an action yeah. film. And, and it doesn't require a lot he of acting a, chops was, to do that. But what other movie have you seen him in? He was in that one that I, I mentioned last time that was one of those IFC movies that Barry Sonnenfeld did. Remember that one that I said? Starred a, a girl who, like, I had never seen in anything. And she was, like, the, the lead. I don't know. It was It was in one of the last two podcasts that I talked about it. I just I just don't like watching him on screen. He just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Wow, well, I don't know what it is. I don't know either. Um, and you know I'm not a huge fan of Will Arnett either, but that's just me. No, he seems I never was either. I mean, I liked him in skeevy. I really liked him in Arrested Development, but that character is so skeevy that like right. That's how I see him now in everything. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry has announced that he has plans to make a sci-fi movie. He also stated that he didn't care much for Prometheus. <laughs> It was going to be Medea in space. Right. I have to, I have to say, 
those movies all look so terrible, but the commercial for the new one makes me laugh every time it's on. Uh, he's he's dressed as Medea and he's wearing a big colorful dress and this little kid is like taunting him and he goes, you look like a big bag of Skittles and then he has a little kid on the ground and he goes, you're about to taste the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, but you can't make a whole series of movies out of one no, joke. But that's really funny. It is funny. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. But those and movies just look so oh, awful. Look so they so bad. look so bad. I tell you, every time that commercial comes on, I laugh. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Reynolds will star in a Highlander reboot. Wow, that doesn't need to be done. <laughs> no. And isn't Highland isn't that like a Scottish or like English or Welsh or something character? Yes. Yeah, Scottish, I believe. So Ryan Reynolds is gonna Perfect. pull that off. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to hear him try the accent. All right. You know, I have to say, uh, he was on an episode of Top Gear recently. He was the star in a reasonably priced car. He's very funny in in interviews. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. really, I mean, he's a very charming and likable guy. You know what I mean? Well, you know, and I think a good saw, driver. I think if you saw Channing Tatum on a talk show, you would think so as well. Really? Yeah, he's very charming. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, I just don't like watching him on screen. I don't know what it is. Uh, jealousy. <laughs> yeah, because that wouldn't come into play with Ryan Reynolds. Um, I don't know. Uh, there already talks about a Magic Mike prequel and a Broadway show, both being in the works. So apparently, Magic not, Mike is I am not the target market for this. <laughs> you are not. Uh, where are we? Sony is currently working on a 3D CG version of Popeye. Wow, that's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> who is gonna go see that? Like seriously, who is gonna go see that? That's when they're done with Heckle and Jekyll. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this I'm a little upset about. One of my favorites, and it's a guilty favorite. Well, no, it's one it's of my It's a good favorites. movie. Yeah. One of my favorites from the 80s about last night is getting a remake. Comedian Kevin Hart has already been cast in the Jim Belushi role. Don't remake that movie. I call shenanigans. <laughs> I do Yeah, well. don't remake that movie. There's no reason There's to remake a, that movie. done as just good write, as it could just be. Just write something similar and right. call it something else right. and have at it. But don't why call it Connect Four or call it Hungry Hungry Hippos? Why remake it? Right. What's the? Yeah, I I don't get it. There's no need for it. I wouldn't call it Hungry Hungry Hippos though. I think again, like John Carter, you're gonna be mismarketing that film <laughs> if you call it Hungry Hungry Hippos. I'm just saying. Why and would you do that? Why would you remake that movie? I don't know. I don't get it. The and name of the play on which that movie was based. Sexual Pervert City in Chicago. There you go. By Paul Mazur. No. No. By David Mamet. David Mamet. That's right. And finally, when Harry met Sally screenwriter Nora Ephron, dead at 71. Dead at 71. Dead. Yeah, I saw a lot of people sobbing over that on Facebook. It's like, you people didn't even know her. <laughs> I don't get that when people get Harper like. Harper is so terrible. I, I don't understand when people get like that worked up over celebrities that they have never met. Like I just well, don't get it. have never met. I mean, if you feel a close connection, I mean, if they touch why you, why would in some you? Way. But I, I understand that. No, no, but no, why no, would I you feel a close connection to them? Because their work has touched you in some way. But that's that's not the same thing as feeling a close connection to somebody. Sure, it is. Well, you can have a connection so. through some through their work. Absolutely, mm. you are cold and heartless. Not at all. I just don't buy have it. Have you ever had to go through something dark and like some kind of entertainment has Absolutely. helped you through that? Well, then someone attached to that you could feel a close connection to. No, I don't. 
Well, because you're cold and heartless. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I, I just don't get that. It, to me, but that's, that doesn't mean that other me, people can't. No, I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying I don't get it. That's what I've been saying. It's like to me but, when the, the but that the, doesn't mean it's not there. You just kind of like no 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 made fun of people who have that. That's right because it's for the same reason that I no I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying I don't get it. What I am making fun of is the people who say that if they just had a chance to meet that celebrity, they know they would be good friends. Because well, to me that's kind of the, but you see, can't to, put those two together. I absolutely can put them very close absolutely together. Absolutely not. Why not? Well, because okay, for example, suppose I grew up. I saw somebody the other day who said their weekend was ruined because of the news about Nora Ephron. To me, that seems a little excessive for somebody who doesn't know anything about the person other than they saw a movie that she made. No, but for me, okay, a movie that I've always held because it was a movie I always watch as a kid and I watch with my parents and, like, I loved. And, you know, I've seen it a thousand times. Willy Wonka is the closest movie to me. Right. If Gene Wilder died, I would feel a lot of sadness because, though I don't know Gene Wilder, yeah. I have a connection to him through that movie. Yeah, uh, I don't get that. My, I mean, my life wouldn't be the same without that movie. But it's not going to be the same without that movie because the movie still be there. But Gene Wilder would no longer be. Right. He's not doing any more of those. Oh, my God. I'm just saying I don't get that. That's all I'm saying. I know, but that doesn't mean it's something that you should. I'm not mocking it. I'm mocking the people. You just who... compared it to the people who said I would be really no, good No, I said to them. me they're very close. They're not close at all. Well, I'm saying to me they're close. Because that's a craziness. <laughs> <laughs> or someone who, especially music. I mean, music, I think, you know. As much as I think that I understand more so, especially if the person in question is still, you know, active. To me, see, to me, the music thing is more personal because it's really Why? because because Why is music more personal than movies. Because there there aren't a thousand people involved in that. There aren't a thousand people involved in that whole thing. Yeah, but I I find for myself because I'm not a huge fan of music that I'm more touched by a movie than You're I am. You're a by huge music. fan of music. What are you talking no, about? Not really. I mean, I have music. I I don't even listen to music anymore. Really. Yeah. Music's not as important to me as movies is. Now, but it, it, at one point it probably was when you yeah. were younger. Right? But, yeah. But, I mean, if I had to give one up, I, I would give up To me, music. The music just seems much more personal. Because That's it's your opinion. Be, no, because it's the, the, the artist straight to you. You know what I mean? There's not a million other people involved in that whole process. Yeah, and but, I'm, not, I'm not taking... But, so my argument against that is when I'm watching a movie... I get wrapped up in the story much more than I do in the lyrics or the story of the song. Right, but that, that's not my point. That's not my point. Because well, there how is that the point? My connection to the movie is deeper because I can put myself in that world, whereas I can't with the song. So how is how is that not the same? Because how can it, I not make because that it isn't because that movie couldn't exist without all of those gazillions Who of people. Who cares? All those people came together with the right kind of chemistry. Right, I'm just that saying. Me. I'm just saying to me. The music thing makes more sense because it's more personal, because it's more direct. I'm just saying but that's it's my opinion. Not more personal. Are you telling me my opinion is wrong? Well, yeah, because you're kind of learning your opinion. No, I'm saying that's my opinion. To I know, me, but then you turn around and say, and so you know, it's just as crazy as the person who says no. that they would be good friends with. What them. I said is, I get that with musicians more than I do with filmmakers. That's what I said. I'm saying I get that more with musicians than I do with okay. filmmakers. But then don't compare it to the person who said, I think if I met the person, we'd be really good friends. Well, I do kind of compare it with that. but Because <laughs> that's crazy talk. Yeah. The other thing is not crazy talk. Because I find a close connection to a movie that has somehow shaped my life is not crazy talk. I, I'm just saying to me, I don't get how somebody who has never met a person who's involved in a, like somebody who wrote a movie or who acted in a movie, something like that has no personal connection with that person whatsoever can say that their life or their weekend or whatever is ruined because that person died. But you died. could say that about the, the music artist that you've never met. 
I, I could say I could understand it a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's nonsense. It's not nonsense. It's I mean, I'm opinion. not taking away what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Right. I'm just saying, how can you put say it, it can happen in one case and not in the other? Because like I said, to for me. You, it does, yeah, for you it doesn't, but right. that doesn't mean for other people. So don't knock it. I'm not knocking you it. You are knocking I'm saying it. I don't get it. I'm well, not saying there's something it, wrong with it, those There's people. a lot of things you don't get. Uh, but that's all you I said was. Why, why Magic Mike got an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I'm just saying I don't get it. That's what I said. I said I don't get that whole thing. I know, but you knocked it. But only because I don't get it. So does that make it a bad thing? Is my I'm not point. saying it's bad. I'm saying you did. I don't you get it. those people who said that that ruined their weekend. I'm saying to me, it's a little nonsensical. To me. To you. Right. I'm not saying those people are bad or there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying you I don't get it. You kind of made them sound like they were stupid. Well, no, I just said I don't get it. I you said, said I don't get it. a little get... more than that. I, I am saying that I find it a, to be a little bit stupid because I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. So anything you don't get, you think is stupid? No. Okay. No, I'm not I saying that. I don't think we're going to get any further with I'm this. not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I don't get that. Okay. And I find it a little bit silly. I, don't, I wouldn't say stupid. I'm saying silly. Like, I, look at all the people. Like, look, I can understand, like, for my mother or people from her generation or people just a little older than us, yeah. when Paul Newman died, people were really, really upset. Yeah. You don't get that? I don't get the people who were really, really upset by really? it. Unless they knew him. We're not going to ever solve this. I mean, I can completely understand people. That would be like that would be like me saying that I'm going to be that upset when Molly Ringwald dies cuz she's No, it's not. Big... You have no connection with Molly Ringwald. What connection do they have with with Paul Newman? They love his movies. They love, you know, it But I love it movies that she was in. Huh? I love movies that she was in. How is yeah, that any it, different? It's not the same thing. How is it not the same? Would you That's If a... Molly Ringwald was starting a movie right now, would you rush out to go see it? No. So you don't have that much of a connection that you would want to go see but movie I'm, she was But in. I'm also not that type of person. I won't rush out to see something just because somebody is in it who's been in other things that I like. That's that's part of what I don't get about that whole thing. Is I don't get the whole like automatic loyalty to something. I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. You don't like that you don't get that someone can like someone's body of work and like I do understand that. But I don't understand it to the point where you where you will automatically see anything they do or automatically defend anything they do, which a lot well, of people do. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, obviously, people make good movies and bad movies. Right. Just like musicians make good albums and right. bad albums. Right. So, well, I don't understand what you're saying now. Well, I, I'm I, saying, I don't see how you don't understand a loyalty to, say, a specific actor, but you understand it to a specific musician. I didn't say I understand it to a specific music, musician. There are lots of musicians who I like some of their songs, and I don't like anything else they do. But my, those aren't the people. My whole point have. is that I'm saying I don't understand that blind loyalty to anything in entertainment yeah, at all. That's not. We're not talking about blind loyalty. But you just said you just used the Paul Newman example to rush right out and go see something they would see just because they're in it. I'm saying I don't no, no, understand. No, I use that, that as as an argument against your Molly Ringwald comment because you just pulled some. You know, you just pulled. Any okay. George Lucas, I would definitely not rush out and see anything he made. Well, that's because he's disappointed you. You can't yes. use this as an example. Well, Paul Newman's disappointed. Well, I guess Paul Newman hasn't really disappointed me. But I'm a Paul Newman fan. But, you know. I know, but you didn't have the... You know, a lot of it has to do with where they... What, like, his movies for a lot of people... It meant a certain moment of their life. It's all how you take it into your own. But it's not only life. that. I don't understand why some people get so attached to certain things and not others. Like I will say, here's like an opposite example. I was I was genuinely surprised when um, Frank Sinatra died 
that it wasn't a bigger deal in the media than it was. It was pretty big. You didn't think it was? No. It was kind of like over and done. Oh, everyone I had their everyone had their all. documentaries ready and they told their they did their news stories and everything. I didn't hear like anybody in in my parents' generation, I didn't hear them talking about it for more than a couple of days. Whereas if you think back to somebody like you know, Elvis you know, it was like that uh, was all you heard forever. But let's let me tell you the difference between that. Elvis died in his forties. Frank Sinatra died in right. his eighties. Right. That's right. a big difference. Right. Yeah. And Elvis was, I suppose you could say, more active at the time. I mean Sinatra was still recording stuff later in life, but he wasn't yeah. near he it wasn't has to active do with like, their age. I mean yeah. his career had already ebbed and flowed, whereas Although I think a lot of people already thought that Elvis had peaked and was going way down yeah but he was in his 40s he still could have come yeah, back yeah. and become huge again right he was already huge <laughs> died on the turtlet for Christ's sake <laughs> what'd you say he died on the turtlet that's <laughs> terrible that's terrible but I was just surprised by that like it seemed like people would have been so like but I think that has to do with his age you think so yeah like ah, eh, he's done I mean well he lived a full life whereas you can't right. really say that about Elvis or Michael Jackson or yeah. Whitney Houston. But, I mean, these people are all older. I mean, 71 today in this day and age oh, does seem kind of yeah. young and to I me, think actually. she died of, like, cancer. That seems kind of young to me for this day and age. You know, yeah. 86. But, I mean, Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson normal. died in their 50s and Elvis died in his 40s. That's young. Right. And on the turlet. <laughs> and on the turlet. And neither Whitney or Michael Jackson died on the turlet as far no, as She was in the tub. He may have been on the turlet, actually. Wasn't he found in a bathroom? Or was it just in his hotel room? No, he was... Michael Jackson? Yeah. No, he was... He, he was at home? died from the overdose of the... I know, but where was anesthesia. he at the time? In his bed in his home. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, What else did she do other than When Harry Met Sally? There, there was one other... Was no, one other big Sleepless one. Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah, I didn't think that was a great movie. She's actually done other stuff, too. I know she's done a lot of other stuff, but the, the big ones. I didn't think Sleepless in Seattle was that great. No. At Not, all. I certainly wouldn't put it up against Harry Metzali. No. And I did she also do You've Got Mail? Because I didn't think that was that good either. I think she did that too, yeah. Yeah, I thought that one was actually probably the worst of those type of movies that she did. It was, but uh, Sleeps in Seattle does have a great little line from Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Remember, Remember yeah. when the kid wrote wrote the letter? <laughs> right. It's, just, oh, it's cute. It's like a little clue. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Sleepless in Seattle was definitely better than You've Got Mail. Oh, By she directed and wrote Julie and Julia. Did you see that? I really enjoyed that. Was that the Meryl cooking Street, one? Julia and I did not see that one. That's a cute movie. Everyone said that was good. I'd like to see that at some point. Oh, she said some bad stuff, though. Oh, she did Silkwood. I didn't know she wrote Silkwood. Ugh. She, oh, no, it's producer. Anyway, she's done some garbage. What? <laughs> she did Silkwood? She wrote it? She wrote it. Now, that was based on a true story, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we exhausted this topic and this yeah, section. Yeah, but you know what? I thought, I feel like there's something missing here. I don't know what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I don't know. Um... You more upset about Nora Ephron or Andy Griffith? Neither, really. Okay. So there you go. My point has been proven. Paul Newman. <laughs> He's still upset about <laughs> Paul Newman. I'm upset that he died only so that they, so that Cars 2 could have been possibly a better movie. Ugh. 
it's always got to come back to Cars 2. <laughs> like on every episode of this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Wait. I'm exhausted. Wait. Is uh, Who's the other one? Robert Redford. He's still alive, right? Yes. Yeah. He should probably stop making movies at this point. I think he has. Has he? He made that. Remember that one he made a couple years ago with Tom oh, Cruise and Meryl Streep? Oh, terrible one, yeah. It was awful. Did it you was, see that? Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Uh, no one liked it. I thought it was, you know, because I, um, you know, even if I don't agree with the politics of a politically based or politically biased movie, if it's a good film, yeah. I could still totally Absolutely. appreciate it. That movie was so heavy handed and ridiculous on so many levels that I just can't even believe that, that he made that it. Terrible reviews. It was awful. It was awful. It was just an awful, terrible movie. Um, and so he, and he should die for it. No, I'm not saying that at all. I like I like him a lot. Six point two out of ten on IMDb. I like him a lot. You know what? There, I like him in sneakers. I like him in the Sting. <laughs> I love it. Sneakers is your first coach. But I'll tell you, after seeing like some of those old movies recently, he certainly wasn't the actor that Paul Newman was. No, and nobody ever thought he was. No. He was always the good looking one, and Paul Newman was always the one who was the good actor, and very good at making salad dressing. Yeah, you're right. Paul Newman was really ugly. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, right? He he was Robert Redford was definitely more of a heartthrob. You know what I mean? I think someone would argue that. Really? All right. Is he Matt Damon or is he? Don't say Ben Affleck. <laughs> Don't say Ben Affleck. <laughs> is he Matt Damon or Ben Affleck? Which one, Robert Redford or Paul Newman? Which one's Matt Damon? Which one's Ben Affleck? They're both. Paul Newman different. is Matt Damon, and Robert Redford is Ben Affleck. In that, oh yeah, right, sure, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You think Ben Affleck's better looking than Matt Damon? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, uh, yeah, I do actually. Really? I would say so in some ways. I, I, speaking from what I gather to be a woman's point of view, that <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Listening to your your. No, I just I just uh, I think that initially that that's how they were perceived as the one was like. You know, the more a studious actor type, and one was more of a. You know, I think with both of those, I mean, I guess it's a fair comparison. I think with both of those, it really comes down to. I mean, both are are very good looking men, right? So it just comes down to what is personal your preference, right? Right. I um I personally would rather see Matt Damon than Ben Affleck any day of the week, right. unless it's in a grave. <laughs> God, it's so morbid. You just want everyone to die, don't you? <laughs> Jeez, Ben Affleck dead at forty-two. Uh, what do you think about the new Bourne movie? Are you going to go see that? I think that? it looks good. Yeah, and I like that guy. I like Jeremy Renner. Um, and I, I think I missed it the first time I saw the preview, but it lo does look like some of the same cast from the original movies is in there still. And now they're talking about like the next one having both of them in it. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess again, it'll depend on what happens with this one. But it looks like it's going to be. It look. I mean, it looks good from the previews. But then again. When the second Bourne movie came out, I thought that looked good from the previews, and then I saw the movie, and I hated it. Never saw a second or third. Hated. Hated the second movie. I didn't care for the first. I need to see it again. Oh, my God. That was one of my favorite movies of that era. Okay, that's I crazy. love that movie. That's crazy what did it get on the Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I get it. But I got it. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I just didn't. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't care for it. I think I need to see it again. I think you do, because. And then I never saw the second or third. Yeah, I, I, I don't recommend that you see those. Not the third, either? Well, you know what? The third was definitely better, a lot better than the second one. But the first one to me... First one got a 7.8. The first one to me is such a good movie that 
it, it's very hard to compare because I feel like the first one is a genuinely good film, whereas I feel like the second and third ones are you know fairly average action movies. The third one got a higher review than than the other two. I generally they're think all that, within. Just I generally think that's nonsense, but uh, but that's just me. You know how when we talk about the Raiders movies, how Raiders of the Lost Ark was a very serious movie, and then wherever you place the other three, there's absolutely no comparing them to the original movie. Yes, that's how you feel about this. That's how I feel about that. That the sequels just you just they're just in a totally different type of. That's how I feel about the Die Hard movies. Uh, I would definitely agree with you on that. As much as I really enjoyed the last one in particular, because um, I didn't really like, I didn't really like the other sequels. Um, as much as I liked the last one, it was a entertaining action movie, whereas the first one, to me, was genre-defining. Yes. So, what do you think about the previews for the new Total Recall? Uh, they look cool. Yeah. But you hated the first one, right? Uh, yes, I think it... Uh, I didn't hate it. I think at the time I probably enjoyed it, but looking back, it's really campy. And it's it really, is very campy, yeah. but it knew that it was campy so to me that is not as troublesome as something that doesn't yeah. that takes itself seriously right. and is just campy I guess um, but I, you know the, there's something funny about the Paul Verhoeven movies I don't know if it was just his choice in effects houses or whatever but they all have this weird kind of look that always makes them campier than they would be right. otherwise it's the bright blue glow yeah and it's not only that there's something very fakey about yeah. everything it's like oh you took a Ford Taurus and put a couple extra pieces of metal on it right but, um, you know, because, like, RoboCop had the same exact look. Right. This is very weird. Bright blue glow. Is that what it was? Everybody they does that now. It. They both have a bright blue glow. Everybody does that now. It's like the thing. All right. Is that it for movies? Uh, yeah, it was it for movies about 15 minutes ago. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about everything else. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about everything else in the old mashup. Moosh, 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 moosh. I knew there was another one coming. Uh, when, oh, gosh. <laughs> there's, there's a straggler. Windows 8 Pro will only cost $40 for early adopters. <laughs> what? Well, except what I wrote in here was early updaters. <laughs> but I meant early adopters. I guess either could be true. Yeah. Uh, this is the... I think it actually was supposed to be early updaters. This is the download cost, and it's only good until January 31st, 2013. But considering it's supposed to come out this fall, that's a pretty big amount of time that people have to. Because normally, time, the, normally that upgrade cost would be about 200 bucks. 200 bucks. If that's you really want it on DVD instead of uh, downloading it, it's 70 bucks. 70 bucks, my Because you know that DVD media, $30. Oh, where'd they come up with that price? Um, and it's so stupid. I mean, why would you need it? Well, I guess if you had no internet connection. Yeah. Okay. But who I doesn't have that? I guess Anderson. Who doesn't have that, though? By the way, last time, did I talk about the fact that... I think I didn't talk about this. No, I did. Last time, I think no, I mentioned that Vizio had come out with some new computers. Yes, you mentioned those. I was all excited because they look great. Right. And they have good specs. You even commented on something... Right. On that, Facebook, and they commented back, I noticed. Right. Oh, about the numeric keypad. Right. Because my complaint, my one complaint initially, was that none of them, whether the laptops or the desktop machines with, you know, wireless keyboards, keyboards, none of them have a, a numeric keypad on the keyboard. Right. 
which I think is a big mistake. Right. I do not how else like. Would you get your data entry, your second data entry job? How would you get that work done? Exactly. Right. I just don't like having a computer without it. it it's Can't too. Can't you buy a separate one? Yeah, but then you have yet another thing to carry, and in in a system like that where it's designed to look very nice, then you've just ruined the look of it by putting this stupid thing next to it. Well, you put it away when you're not using it. That's not the point. Anyway, the point is, especially with the desktop machines, why don't they just come out with another keyboard that has it on there? So anyway, they said they had no plans right now to do that. Then I find out that none of them, not the laptops, not the desktops, none of them have optical drives. How are you supposed to install your software on there if there's no drive? There's no DVD drive. There's no Blu-ray. There's no CD. There's no nothing. They, you can't buy an, an external drive? Same issue, again. Well, that. Well, although I understand it with this, it's the MacBook Air. MacBook Air doesn't have an optical drive either. Which I find stupid. Well, they wanted to keep it light. I understand, but I don't get it. They left out all these things, and there's no like backlighting on the keyboards or anything like that. It's just redonkulous. So So I just hope that they so change So you're retracting their... all your nice words for Vizio. A little bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah. Um, famed car design guru Sergio Pininfarina, dead at 85. You've never heard the name Pininfarina? No. Um... He, uh, he took over post, the... I've heard of Post Farina. That is different. Um, That's a very tasty breakfast cereal. I, I have heard. Uh, Pin and Farina worked on designs of such iconic cars as the Ferrari Testarossa and Enzo, as well as many oh, that's others. your son's names. His father, that's right. Uh, my son's name is uh, Enzo Testarossa Zuccaro. That <laughs> poor child. Hey, did you know, I have a buddy who, uh, his girlfriend bought him. There's a place in the suburbs somewhere where you can drive like for an hour either a Ferrari or a Lamborghini on a track $400. $400? No. Did you say $400? $400. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you weren't saying four, Not $400. $100. Okay. $400. Yeah, you know certain manufacturers will let you do that with their cars. Like um Audi has a thing called the Audi Drive Day or something like that where for 150 bucks they they'll give you a little instruction on driving your own car around a racetrack, if you know if you own one of their cars, and then later they have like two or three other models that are higher end models and you know very fast models like the R8 that you get to drive around the racetrack. Yeah, which I is don't want to do. Deal. I don't want to do any of that, but I thought you would be interested in. I am interested driving in that. And in fact, do, do you have do you happen to remember was it Exotic Motorsports because that place is actually very close to here, and I've always wanted to go in there to see what they do. I will but. text them as we speak. All right, because I'm sure you're going to talk about more car stuff, so I was going to probably zone out just a little bit. But Pininfarina, um, Gianfarina, who started Pininfarina, the design house, uh, is sort of a legend in the car design business. I've never and heard of him. And Sergio took over the, he's his I've son. I've heard of Sergio Valente. That is not the same guy. And Sergio Leone. That is also not the same guy. I also have a friend named Sergio Vences. I can't believe you didn't mention Sergio Mendez. And Ser oh, and Sergio Mendez. <laughs> Researchers at MIT have figured out how to get fresh water out of salt water using graphene filters. What's cool about that is that these filters are 180 times more efficient than something like reverse osmosis and require a lot less energy to work. Did you know that it's very difficult to get salt out of water to make salt water drinkable? Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to do. There's basically only two ways you can do it. You can evaporate it, uh, which takes a lot of energy, or you can use a process called reverse osmosis, which also takes a lot of energy. What about a uh, cheesecloth? You cannot use cheesecloth for that. What you'll end up with is a very salty piece of cheesecloth <laughs> <laughs> and nothing to drink. <laughs> There's a rumor that Honda's 2013 Accord could be the first car to use Siri integration. That's just a rumor right now. 
Which one? Honda Accord? The 2013 Accord. Yeah. Wow. Um, scientists have discovered the oldest impact crater on Earth. The 62-mile-wide Manitsoc crater in Greenland has been dated to about 3 billion years ago. That's a lot of years. That is a lot of years. Uh, so get this. Google's Project Glass, you know those uh, augmented reality goggles, yes. glasses? Will be sold in limited production runs for about fifteen hundred bucks. That is so expensive. That's a lot of glasses. It is. Uh, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Gulfstream, and NASA are collaborating on a Mach three business jet. The X fifty four will be able to fly at twenty five hundred miles per hour, or about double the retired Concorde speed. That means London to Sydney, halfway around the world, four hours. The plane should debut in twenty twenty, with larger commercial versions debuting in twenty thirty and twenty thirty five. Crazy talk. This is crazy talk. Android 4.1, a.k.a. Jellybean, will have some cool new features. Revamped voice search, a more powerful notification system, which is already really good, I think. Faster photo reviewing, which it definitely needs. Video sharing via NFC, which is cool. Don't you think that's cool? I don't know what that is. Uh, NFC is a little chip they put in the phone. And so let's say I had a video that I wanted to give to you. All I have to do is um, go up to you and tap our phones together, and it'll send the video to your phone really fast. I don't really fast. touch my phones. Well, then you're not going to have any fun. Bluetooth pairing by tapping, offline voice typing, and smart app updates that will allow Android devices to only download the new parts of an updated app. That's really cool. So if an app is like, let's say an app is 100 megabytes, but the new bits that are in an update are only like, you know, 100K, it'll just download the part that's new, which is really neat. Uh, the Army has begun testing a laser plasma lightning cannon. And no, that's not sci-fi or a joke. They're hoping to use it to destroy vehicles and unexploded ordnance from a safe distance. So they shine a laser on something, and then the gun shoots lightning bolts along that laser beam until it gets to something that will conduct the electricity, like a car, at which point it just goes down or around a corner and blows stuff up, which is pretty scary. Uh, Atari has just celebrated its 40th birthday. Isn't that amazing? 40 years ago, Atari basically started the video game business. You weren't that excited about my 40th birthday. Did you start the video game business? Uh, kind of. Really? You put that much <laughs> money into it? <laughs> so do you remember what the uh, the first Atari video game was? Uh, Duck Hunt. No. Pong. Duck Hunt? <laughs> Pong. Wasn't that a 2600 game? Uh, or probably. was it an arcade game too? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, it was Pong. Now, technically not really... The first video game. What? <laughs> I'm going to let you folks in on a little secret. We already had this conversation, and for some reason, this computer stopped recording, and I didn't realize it until like 10 minutes later. So we just lost Keep a lot of gold. Lou. We Keep lost my... a lot of gold. Keep okay. Lou is a PC. <laughs> I don't get it. That's those commercials. I'm a PC. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, but I'm running Adobe software, so what does that tell you? Uh, Yeah, the first... Uh, the first as far as I know, the first coin-operated video game was a game called Space War. Oh, you mean the one from 1962? <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, uh, if only you folks had been along for the ride the first time. <laughs> it was so much more entertaining. Yeah, but this is... You know what? We should do a second run-through. This is much smoother and cleaner. <laughs> but it's not as much fun. <laughs> because there was a lot of stuff going on in that in that last one that was kind of entertaining. Uh, yeah, Space we War... We were fighting about when our favorite video game character dies like do we really cry and <laughs> right. does it ruin our weekend I'll tell you right now if Mario dies my my weekend will definitely be ruined yeah. uh, you remember Garibaldi's yeah 
there's a new Garibaldi. Well, actually, it's not. It is new. They the one that was down on Gulf Road. Nothing to do with. No, it does. Is it because the the Garibaldi's character looks like Mario? <laughs> no, that has nothing to do with this. So, they closed the one that was down here on Gulf Road, which is now you mean a, on Higgins. Yeah, sorry, on Higgins. Um, which is now a. They ruined that place when they made minute. it fifties. Not Higgins Golf. So the one that way. Yeah, the one that way. Not the one in Barrington Square. Well, I pointed that way and said Golf Road. I know, but I'm all turned around. Okay. The one that way on Golf Road. So not Road. the one in Barrington Square. No. The one in Arlington Heights on that Golf Road. That one was Road. terrible. They didn't have liquor at that one. Uh, No. Did They didn't? They did not. Okay. So anyway, they closed it, and they reopened a new one in further north in Arlington Heights near where Rand and Arlington Heights Road cross. Okay. And they have... Is this going to somehow tie into yes, what we're talking about? Yes, yes. They have a uh, they have a Donkey Kong machine there, uh-huh. a coin-op Donkey Kong machine that's like one of the the small ones. I forget what those, were those called, the smaller ones. The, they were called the smaller No, Donkey no, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the cocktail ones. But you know what I'm talking about, the ones that were smaller than the normal ones? Right. Anyway, they have one of those there where you can play Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., or Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers, I have forgotten. Not Super Mario Brothers, but right. the original Mario Brothers right. game. Going that crap. game is really hard. It's really hard because the floor is slippery in the sewer. Oh, my God. you got to be careful. It's really slippery. And so you slide around. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? All of that just to say that. <laughs> well, I just I just wanted to bring it up. Good. But, yeah, when when Mario finally kicks the bucket, my whole weekend. Mario kicks it. Well, obviously, when you were playing the game, Mario kicked the bucket a few times. <laughs> he did five. Actually, it's fifty cents to play, but you get five lives instead of three. Right. But what I didn't like was they have everything on the cranked up difficulty. So, oh well, that sucks. When you go back to the 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 first Donkey Kong level with the ramps, uh-huh. when you go back there the third time, it's like impossible. That's that's not right that they do that. Especially because they don't want like, you to stand there too it's long. It's supposed to be a kid friendly establishment. No. Oh, that's not friendly not. to anyone, especially no. kids. There's the boobs. What? The boobies. What boobies? Well, I figure... What if it's game not- have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> I've never played any version of any game oh, you're so talking about. That's why it's not kid-friendly. Because <laughs> of all the boobies. Okay. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to nod and smile and so, say, let's move So, happy on. birthday, Atari. <laughs> happy 40th birthday, Atari. Uh, what's Nolan Bushnell doing these days, I wonder? Uh, he's dead. Remember, he... No, he's not... Does that, does that, but if he did, did, would it ruin your weekend? No. I don't know him. God. <laughs> I've never met the man. Um, Do you think he would be good friends if you did, though? Oh, my God. We would get along so well. We could talk about video games or robots and pizza. Hockey. Hockey. Because <laughs> remember, he started, uh, I don't know, one of those two pizza places. Showbiz. Was it Showbiz? Yeah. I always think it's Showbiz, but then whenever I, I thought when I went to read it that he actually, I can't remember. I think you're right. I think he started Showbiz. Why don't you move on to your next little story, and I'll let you okay. know. Uh, finally, if you're pissed off the Facebook, just change your contact email address to an at Facebook address. No worries. I don't know you what can that means. G- it's Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. I'm sorry, Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Theater. Right. But there were originally two. There was Chuck E. Cheese, and there was Showbiz Pizza Place. And then they oh. merged. But he, he started, started Chuck E. Cheese. See, that's what I'm saying. I always right thought it was Showbiz, but it was Chuck E. Cheese Chuck that he cheese. started. Right. I'm sorry, Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater. Right. And fun. <laughs> Times. But not for all ages. So if you want to change your email because just of back, the boobies. Just, just go into edit under the contact info box on your timeline, then pick which of any email address you, ha- you want to What does any of that mean? Okay. You know how on Facebook you can specify? 
specify an email address where people can contact you. Fine acting we're doing right now, by the <laughs> it way. Is. It is. Uh, yes, I don't have my email on. Okay, but if you did, it would under have... my profile. I have like my religious views and my political views. Really? And I don't put my email because I don't. Why? Want, I don't want crazies coming after me. <laughs> Have you had that problem in the past with crazies coming after you? I'm not talking oh about God. your family. Daily. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, really? Is that true? You got crazies a lot of crazies coming after you? There's crazies everywhere. <laughs> well, that's probably I'm true. dodging crazies left and right. <laughs> you don't know my life. I thought clowns were to the left of you and jokers to the right. Um, both a little crazy. That's true. They are both a little crazy. Uh, but anyway, it's very easy to change back your email address, so don't worry about it. Don't be, don't be sad. Um, but that's all I have. So that means this is the time in the show when we announce our votes for the best and worst entertainment moments of the week. Tony, what was your worst? Again, I would say my worst uh, would have to be, you know, I didn't really have anything prepared <laughs> the first time. You knew this was coming. <laughs> I'm going to have to say it's that I didn't get to see Spider-Man today because someone didn't let me go see it. Wait a minute. I said I couldn't see it. I didn't say you couldn't see it. I know, but if you would have said you were going to see it, I would have foregone the haircut. What haircut? Let's see. You can't tell I got my haircut. No, I didn't. Don't you notice that I have no product in my hair right now? Okay. How would I have known that you had any product in your hair before? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. You think I just wake up and this looks... (laughs) Like that? Yeah. Yeah, like this? Yeah, definitely. I would think that. Yes. For sure. You have almost as much hair underneath your face as above it now. Yeah. Is that on purpose? Yeah. Is that so, is that so you can be upside down and nobody will know? Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to uh, draw some eyes on my chin. <laughs> you should. You should. I've seen that before where people draw like yeah. another face or get a haircut like so that it looks like I, I don't know. I don't have any idea what I'm talking about anymore. Oh, you you know what? I saw the funniest thing the other day. This this old man. This was an old man, and I'm I'm assuming it was a real tattoo. He had like he was bald on the top, and right where you know he still had hair that came around like above his ears and like came a around the back. Yeah, on the back. I'm not lying to you. And this man was in like his 60s, had a tattoo on the bald part of a guy pushing a lawnmower. Really? So it looked like he had like mowed mowed the lawn. That is so weird. I saw this. That is so weird. And I didn't have like the guts. Did he to look go- like he used to be like a biker or something? No, he was completely like a little old man. Like I wanted to go. Did somebody sharpie that on while I he was wanted, asleep? I know. I think so because oh it was like god. a stick man pushing. It wasn't like a a, a good. Oh my pick. god, that's hilarious! I wanted to ask him about it, but I didn't have the guts to go up to him. I mean, this was at work. I could. I mean, not like I would have like stopped a stranger on the street, but. Oh, well, actually, that'd probably be safer than asking somebody at work, a customer, because they might get offended by that. That's so weird, though. It was very very humorous. Somebody must have played a prank on him, don't you think? Another funny work story. Uh, we have these. We have this long picture of like this bridge. It's actually a picture of a bridge in Chicago, but wh- whoever did it, they manipulated it so it repeats, and then at some parts it's stretched. Okay. And it goes across this long dining room. And uh, this lady at my table the other day told me that uh, that picture reminded her of the Gorgonzola rides in Italy. <laughs> the Gorgonzola rides. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay little work story for you wow you get a lot of really so like i said crazies all around they (laughs) dodging crazies everywhere (laughs) that is so weird you think she just misspoke or you think she really doesn't know i think she's an idiot oh okay 
That is highly probable. Uh, <laughs> for yours? my worst, I'm going to have to go with, I don't know what it is, the Blu-rays for... Um, uh, you already used that one. No, no, no. The Blu-rays for uh, True Blood? You already used that one. I did? Last time. What did I say? You said that they don't have any like cataloging. No, this is different. This is a different thing. But you can't use... Th- that's too similar. No, it's a different thing. For some reason, whenever we watch the Blu-rays of, of True Blood, we can't turn off our Blu-ray player. When we go to turn it off, it just says, please wait. And then it just keeps flashing that, and then it never turns off ever. So we do unplug. I it. have to unplug it. And this particular Blu-ray player, the the power cord is hardwired into the back of it. So I have to dig under our entertainment center and pull the plug out in like the inch and a half of space that's there, and then try to get it back into the plug because it's in a like a you know a surge protector underneath the cabinet that it's sitting in. It's really weird. Like is it a Vizio? No, it's a Sony. <laughs> Doesn't that seem strange that yeah. something in the programming of the disc could cause that to happen? And I don't think it's anything else because we've watched other stuff up there and it's never happened with anything it's except really that. Weird. It's really weird. But, you know, you got to figure if that's the worst thing that's happened in the last two weeks, you have a pretty good life. <laughs> Just saying. What about your best? Um, my best, I'm going to have to go with probably the Walking Dead game. Game, yeah. Because it really was like watching an episode of the show and it, it fits so well into that world, but it was a completely different story. And it's really, like, engrossing. Yeah. And the character development is is crazy. I might check that really, out. You should absolutely. You should. And you really feel because you're playing one of the characters, you really feel emotionally attached to him. And like, right. you kind of because you could play it either like as the nice guy because the guy has a, a shady past. Yeah. So you could continue to make him like bad. Right. And uh, I, I would assume that the whole game like goes. There's one part where something happens. You make a choice, and because of the choice you make, you go somewhere. And like that's that's how the story branches. I'm curious if they put so much work into this game that if you chose the other path, the game is completely different from that. That point. would be cool. That you would haven't be totally seen cool. anywhere online if that's the case. I don't want to. I yeah, don't want any right, spoilers because right, right. I want to find out on my own. But yeah, I, I might check that out because I I used to love those old adventure games. You know, yeah, it's fun. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. Uh, for my best, I think I'm gonna have to go with getting some of the achievements in Half Life Two because some of those were pretty challenging. Ravenholm, the sand one, I, and the sand no one. No way I could ever do it. Uh, I, I bet you could. It's just you it really just have to have a lot of patience. Forever, I don't have patience. Ravenholm actually took longer because, because you know, as you remember, that place is so just densely populated with with zombies baddies. and baddies. Baddies, yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, some of those saw blades, like, you you would shoot it, and then, like, you couldn't go get it again sometimes, right? I never found that, although I, I will say that since I did, since I had to go through the whole thing twice, I learned a lot of, about those that I didn't realize before. What would happen was, they never disappear, so or break or anything like that, but what can happen sometimes is they would, they would bounce off of stuff... And then bounce like over a roof or something, oh. and then you wouldn't be able to get it anymore. But um, but what I what I notice is that sometimes you'd go to shoot one. Like I I was trying to stockpile them, so I would get if there was a room that had three of them, I would get them, take them outside, and shoot them up to someplace I knew I was going in a few minutes. Oh, good idea. And then leave them stuck in the side of the building. And a lot of them, you would seem like you couldn't get them because if you tried to use the pull on the gravity gun they wouldn't come out but when you get right next to them then they come out so if you're standing oh, really cl- if you're standing close clever. enough even the ones wedged in the building will come out it's very clever but like I said the, the coolest things were getting those giant blades from the spinny blade machines and just you know 
walking around with those with the gravity gun because then you could take out if they were coming at you next to each other you take out four or five of them you know abreast and and still knock all their heads off which was great um and then the other thing is do you remember i may have mentioned this last time but do you remember towards the end of that ravenholm thing where the the father gregory sends the thing up the basket up for you to ride down across and go meet him finally while you're waiting for the basket to come up, you're up on that roof, and those the, the, clicky, clicky, the crazy ones the clicky, climb clicky. up the yeah. drains. There's so the roof is basically square, but there's and then there's a door that you came out of to get onto the roof, and then there's a little area of the roof because the roof has a fence around two or three sides. There's a little area of that fence that's sort of notched out in one part. If you just go stand in that area with a saw blade in the gravity gun, those things will never get you. Oh, because... They can't hurt you. Because as soon as they come near you and the saw blade is is facing them, they just run away. Oh. So that area actually becomes not at all difficult if you you know that little trick. And I I was standing in the corner of the the little notched-out area closest to where the door was on the roof. So if you're going to try to do that and you don't want to deal with all those guys, because those guys are a pain, especially if you're trying to get that achievement... Um, it it becomes totally easy because they'll, they'll never get you there because they come at you. That, but what? I'll never remember all that. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't go after that achievement anyway. It's a lot of fun because it's ch- it's very challenging. Yeah. I like easy stuff. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I like easy stuff, oh, and okay. I don't like crazies. No, <laughs> no, especially when they're all around you. You got anything else? No. All right, well, I guess that's it. Don't forget, you can always go to iTunes and leave us a review and a rating, which we would really appreciate. Or if you don't want to go to iTunes just for whatever reason, you can always listen at pause.com directly. And make sure you go to Facebook and like us if you haven't done that already. Please and like us. Please send us messages because we love to hear from our listeners. And other than that, thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.